o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Do not try to leave the building. This will all be over shortly. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Saturday, everybody. Happy quarantine, everybody. Uh, 15 days. What, what, what's what's Trump calling 15 days to do one? I, I forget. I don't know. It's done. It, 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 Pence said today... Pence. We're in day six of of the fifteen days, yeah. and everybody's wondering what the fuck's he talking about? Fifteen days? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, welcome to turn up the night, a very special quarantine edition. Uh, and everybody, uh, you know, do not try to leave the building. This will all be over shortly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and of course, Joe Santoris, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, uh, also from the Tim Coromel Show, and regular on Tuesdays and Fridays on Turn Up the Night. Welcome, sir. Yep, we're we're locked down at the Electric City. They turned off the electricity. Oh, well, how are you doing the show? Well, it's now <laughs> now just the city. Oh, okay. Well, how are you doing the yeah. show? <laughs> huh? Oh, I, I generator. Have a little, uh, I have a little uh, uh, mouse and a wheel. Oh, okay. All right. He, he's running his ass off. That makes sense. And of course, yeah. joining us uh, from Port St. Lucie, Florida, the dynamic duo, the Dream Team. Miles and Michelle Lagon uh, from Mike Check Radio and regular fill-ins here. Uh, Miles of uh, at Fake Republic at Fake underscore Republican on Twitter. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. I'm I'm trying to deal with things. And As I'm yeah, failing. well, uh, and of course, mostly the- I'm just upset. No, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, upset about what? Yeah, just the way you know. Senators don't warn us properly about when the stock market's going to crash, and they dump their stocks, and I'm stuck with it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and of course, the lovely and multi-talented Michelle Lagon uh, at Rogue DM on Twitter. Welcome to the program, Michelle. Hello, hello. And, uh, and I think Adam Hebert might be swinging by uh, towards the tail, uh, the, the back, back half of the show the 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 rear end of the show but i don't know if we'll have toilet paper for him by the time he gets here so uh <laughs> we just ordered some toilet paper on on ebay before the show i'm not going to spill the mm-hmm. beans on it uh but <laughs> no but, don't put any beans on it well, no no don't put i mean that'll, unless, that'll happen all by itself unless you've processed those <laughs> beans properly yeah. uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I so, don't remember eating corn. Corn? Uh, corn? Where'd that come from? <laughs> Mike Huckabee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. We we had a lot of fun at Mike Huckabee's expense talking about wiping with corn cobs. But <laughs> it, it was legit. All right. 
Um, because, uh, Susan and I watched a video, uh, I forget the name of the the video channel, uh, on YouTube. I can probably find it, but, uh, this dude, um, he, um, he does these short, fun little history videos. And if I, I thought I had my, did you take my phone? No. No? Okay. Never mind. Oh, one of the cats must, oh, there it is. <laughs> One of the cats must be making long distance calls. <laughs> uh calling kitty porn numbers. Oh no, that's a terrible, stupid, boring old joke. Um but uh th- this uh this dude he does he's he's a British guy and he does these history videos. And they're very fun. And um let me see, what is the name of his channel? Today I found out. And uh, we also just watched one about the history of Ronald McDonald, which was kind of just creepy AF. Um, but yeah, today I found out, and there's he has a video. Um, uh, what did people use before? Uh, uh, what did people use for wiping before toilet paper? And so I thought I would talk about some of the things people used. And I and I I don't know if it's the same for everybody listening out there. And thank you, listeners. I, I tried to cobble together. A bunch of people to uh, to to join us in the chat room tonight uh, for a little talk therapy, and uh, but yeah, so I typed in um, what was my search? My my I, I said what did people, and then it defaulted. I said what did people, <laughs> and then it defaulted. The first one was do before toilet paper. So uh, I because I would have typed what did people use before toilet paper, um, but uh, but yeah, so. Here's a little bit of history on on what some people would use, and uh, I'll, I'll read some off, and and you guys can maybe imagine how these pre toilet paper products were used, and you know, give me a little feedback here. Tell me what your favorite is. Uh, the Romans were the cleanest, apparently, um, and wealthy people used wool and rose water, and others used sponges attached to a wooden stick. Soaked in a bucket of salt water. I've heard okay. of the sponges. Yeah. Uh, the um, if uh, it's a quick story, if you don't, if, if you please, no, I, I want, I want to hear so, from everybody. Yeah. So, well, this isn't a proper use of that sponge. So, what happened was in the Roman days, if you were accused or rumored to be not loyal or yeah no to the uh caesar or you know the emperor or you oh. did something to offend him oh no and they wanted to make an example of you oh no well that usually didn't go well and there was a story of this one um captain or someone a legionnaire centurion or what have you got wind that he was in trouble for some reason or other as you do when in that society and he decided he didn't want to go out the way they wanted to go out. And so he took that sponge and suffocated himself with it. Oh, I thought they were going to use the sponge on him. He did it to himself. Oh, oh yeah. No, no. They, were, they, were, they would have taken him out a lot less kindly. Well, he caught, caught a <laughs> he couple kinds of wind Suffocating there. is an easy way to go compared to the stuff they used to do back then. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so there you go, people. If the coppers are after you, just grab a nearby roll of toilet paper and sure, or or poop sponge. So yeah, poop sponge. <laughs> Wait, that you know it's you know it's 
embarrassing if you lose the sponge. You know? It, oh, <laughs> or the stick. <laughs> <laughs> Worse if you lose the stick. <laughs> uh, I don't know, doctor. I had that stick and sponge got there. Yeah. Welcome to Mercy Hospital. What seems to be the problem? I yeah. have a stick and sponge stuck up my ass. <laughs> it's like that. I'm Vic- sure that's not the weirdest thing they've had up. Oh no! Before. Well, remember the the story Stephanie Miller used to tell uh, about the vicar who fell on the potato. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. Yeah, he was hanging a curtain in the nude, and the potato was sitting on the table, and he fell backwards, yeah. and up it went. Yeah. yeah, who hasn't had that? Experience? Likely, yeah, likely that, story. So I mean, it's so common. Yes. Um, so I found this old toilet paper. Uh, in in the uh, Scranton Tribune. Oh, you found from 1904. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Scott Paper Company. Uh-huh. It's, uh huh. It's the primary requisite of toilet paper is quality and character. Oh, is the ad? Yes, quality and character. You got yes. So they Scott now introduces balsam sanitation tissue. The matter of one half cent a week extra expense on toilet paper bills of the average family. Amounts to a cents per month. I don't know where they get these these figures from. <laughs> Who the hell <laughs> keeps track of their squares? But anyway, let's. There have been studies. I digress. Yes, I'm studies. sure there have. Not anywhere I want to see them. Okay. No. Is not worthy of consideration where your health and comfort are concerned. Sanitation toilet paper means a sanitary, medicated, antiseptic toilet paper subject to special treatment, rendering the tissue soft. Destroying all harshness and freeing the paper from germs and splinters. Oh, well, they, you see, toilet paper used see. to have splinters. Splinters. The roll is carefully wrapped and sealed in dust-proof, airtight boxes, ensuring against injurious handling and the accumulation of dust and dirt while on shelves <laughs> in stores or houses. There's nothing worse than, you know, you took a nice, you know, pinched out a loaf and now you got... Dirty toilet tissue. But seriously, there. But when toilet paper was first made, you had yes. to watch for splinters. Splinters. You still do to, to a degree. <laughs> to a degree, you still do. I, I don't you know. There, there is actually on the internet a calculator that will tell you how many days supply of toilet paper you have. Yeah, I saw how that. They know that you, was the top what story. If you have the, what if you have like the runs? Well, see, you put it. You put in the information. You put in how many times you expect to go to the oh, bathroom. Oh. You know how many rolls of yeah. toilet paper you have. That sort of thing, and it will calculate it for you. The day before a colonoscopy, that probably throws you off. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. Ow! I know that. <laughs> Fresh oh. in my mind. <laughs> oh oh. So speaking of toilet paper, does anybody have like favorite brands that they use? Uh, whatever's yeah, I, on sale. <clears throat> I use uh, I use number three sandpaper. <laughs> Ouch! That, that's that's pretty gritty. That's a, uh, yeah, that that's is. A, that's yeah, a yeah. Off. <clears throat> number you know, three. You never end up with a Klingon with that. No. Three. Three grains of sand per square inch is is, a, is that title something like that? Yeah, it's sort of like using a rock, but it's stuck to paper, like, like gravel, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. gravel to be <laughs> to be gravel. 
So mm. I'll just spit this out there about, you know, we were talking about um, dirty toilet paper. So I'm going to give you some brand names. Uh, soft and gentle toilet paper. I'm sure some of the people have seen these in the store. Soft and gentle, quilted northern, angel soft, brawny, the, yeah. or the repurposed American greeting cards to wipe away, blah, 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 blah. So those are your brands of toilet paper that if you uh, are the type that uses those, Understand that those brands are owned by the Koch brothers. Oh, okay. Uh, I usually, usually I've been buying Panda. That's my my typical brand I buy now. Panda. I'm wiping with a Panda. I use Scott. (laughs) We use that too. We're Charmin. Destroyer Kurt has has a question, and uh, it's interesting because I ran into this. Anyone have and use a bidet? We have one in the garage. It's I have yet to install it. Okay. I've used one, and um, they're nice. They're nice, and I understand that there are. There was a run on bidets this week. That's not surprising. As, as people were running out of, couldn't find toilet tissue, they were rushing to the plumbing supply to buy bidets. Yeah, which makes sense. And if well, the plumbing supply was smart. They would have stacked up on toilet paper too. All right. Well, we we've we've kind of gotten off course here a little bit because oh, we have okay. we have historical uses uh, of other items that I would like to share with everyone. Adam did send me the priest and the potato story, but I don't know how to download it from Discord, and it's kind of long. Uh, but thank you, Adam. Um, but yeah, okay. So the Greeks apparently would use clay. That would be get okay. confu- that could get confusing. <laughs> mm, clay. How do you know when you're clean? And I don't it's know. not clay. Depending on the viscosity <laughs> of things. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine you know you're, you're self spackling just as as a term. I sure. Would use for that kind of description, right? Do you let so it harden you, and just I, peel I, the whole thing off? I guess the question then would be, how do you know you're clean? Well, I mean, when you bring your hand back, I mean, does it still stink? Um, if it doesn't, you're clean. I, I guess so. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe they had a buddy system or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Greeks were all about the buddy system. <laughs> In this case, the buddy system. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the butty. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's and, where they get bidet. It came from the French butty. <laughs> well, oh, here's one for you. In coastal regions, uh, I'm sorry. I, I should say where this article comes from. This comes from uh, toilet <laughs> toiletpaperhistory.net. <laughs> <laughs> In coastal regions, mussel shells and sometimes coconut husk <laughs> was used. Um, so people, like people, three, people's like beeholes must have been a lot. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Rain, Michelle. The three seashells from Demolition Man. Oh. <laughs> um, Remember that scene? I, the, t- the toilet and the, there's no toilet paper, but there were three seashells on a shelf. Yeah. And nobody ever explained how to use those seashells. Yeah. So well, there you go. Um. And but Sam I'm telling shows. you, what, people's people's old be, people's bee holes must have been a lot tougher back in the day. I think so. I mean, shit coconut, out of half shell, coconut husk. I, That's as bad as Joe's sandpaper. Oh, 
Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's got hair on it and everything. I guess once you start developing calluses, it's not so bad. Yeah. Oof. Europeans used their hand, uh, but also used fountains with l- the luxury of warm water. People from Icelandic cultures used uh, the left hand. There's so many typos on this page. It's not even funny. The people from is- uh, Islamic cultures used the left hand with a little water. They're still doing that today. This is why it's offensive to greet someone with your left hand. Uh, we have heard that. Yep. Um, uh, Eskimos would use moss or snow. Okay, so I could get on board uh-huh. with this. Yeah. Moss yeah. or snow. Okay, now the snow. Now, Joe, we talked about this before the show. Um, and you said there could be a benefit to using snow. If you have hemorrhoids, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's soothing. You soothing. know. You know. Yeah. So, so Plus, I, I, if, if it's deep enough, you don't have to squat much. Yeah. So, uh, so you know. Definitely numb it up. Sure. Yeah, it would, it would definitely have a, a soothing quality, you know. <laughs> I guess the, the, I've seen some snow. I, this, I haven't been to soft powdery snow that you ski on. It's like the harder, crunchy snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but a nice fluffy I snowball, lost. that might be good. But yeah, the the but the moss, the yeah moss. There, there moss. is some some very nice moss out there. Yeah. So I'll remember that. Charmin, Charmin moss. Yes, and um, yeah. uh, and uh, yeah. So uh, Vikings also used wool. I guess they had a lot of sheep around there, Michelle. They were hard asses. Yeah. So wool. Is uh, wool seems to be a a, a commonality with some folks because that's what uh, yeah. the Romans used, as well as the Vikings. I uh, I have a question: Did they take it off the sheep first, or they just ripped a handful out? <laughs> they just pick the sheep up. <laughs> you know how you know you know how nowadays it's like a, a you know a trope where you know some it's like a guy's going to the bathroom and he has a newspaper tucked under his arm. Well, just imagine that with like a, a Viking with a sheep tucked under his arm, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going to the Louvre. <laughs> so uh, uh, it'd be very, very embarrassing if you had had a sheep stuck to your shoe. You know. Uh, that'd be bad. Could you, see, could you see Trump going up the steps with a sheep stuck to his shoe? Uh, yeah, that might. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Not, uh, just a quick aside. Did anybody else see a quick message from Living? Yeah, I was actually. Chicago? Yeah, he's asking how many people are in the chat. We got eleven people in the chat, and, I, and three or four of those are probably us uh, living. So I lost his message. I couldn't. I saw it and then it disappeared. I don't <clears> know where to find it. Yeah. So. Uh, so yes. Uh, all right. So, colonial Americans. Use the core center cobs from shell deers of corn. That's the uh, fuckabee way of doing that it, right? That is the fuckabee way, yes, of course. Fuckabee. Uh, <laughs> Dried or just after it's been eaten? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I would think just after it, well. I would say probably it, more commonly there were probably a lot more cobs around from like grain, like dried corn, you know, being 
shucked uh, because you know uh, you know feed corn especially. There was probably a lot of that with like you know farms and whatnot, people growing their own stuff. So I would probably say the the dried out hard ones, but maybe you know uh, around a special meal if they had you know I guess what time it depends on the season. Um, so maybe in the summer months, you know, when they had fresh corn on the cob, that, they're probably like, oh god, that feels so much better, <laughs> you know. Burn <laughs> <laughs> it up. Uh, hopefully they didn't put too much but well maybe more butter on it would have been better yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably God. don't want too much salt though um oh, is, does that come in one or or two ply ca- cabs <laughs> uh two ply you just gotta flip it so <laughs> <laughs> alright so uh anybody could just spare a cob <laughs> uh the Mayans also used corn cobs. Uh, and of course, the French invented the first bidet, of course, without modern plumbing. The Chinese invented the first toilet paper uh, in the 14th century. Later, people used pages from books, newspapers, catalogs, and the art of the deal. Um, so. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, I meant the shard of the deal. Uh, yeah, so. Um, so there we go. Some interesting little uh, history tidbits there. I'm sure there were other things too. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, I don't know, Michelle. Which is your favorite off that list? If if you if you had to go back to old timey ways, what do you think you'd try? Uh, probably either the moss or the wool. Yeah, I can I can see that. Although I I wouldn't object to trying a muscle shell. It's probably my uh, my what? mother um my mother used to buy the cheapest toilet paper in the friggin' world and mm. it, it was like one step uh below sandpaper. So <laughs> <laughs> uh I was at a place recently that had that kind of toilet paper it was at it a um I think a restaurant or something like that. And I was like, "Oh, what is this joke?" And it was like the most narrow toilet paper I've ever seen. It was like ribbon. <laughs> it was like, are you kidding me? How am I going to, how do I, there's bare, you know, it should be wide enough that it should cover your flat hand. Right? Yeah. At least. I mean, but I went to this place and it was like, it was like an inch narrower than, than regular toilet paper. And I'm like, what is this? And I was really mad. So, um, I forget where that was. It was some restaurant. Um, I generally don't like to do that in public, but sometimes nature calls. Um, that was but, for football. That was for football players. Yeah. Tight ends. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. Uh, uh, and uh, so, uh, Miles, what 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 do you think your favorite thing would be from the list to to try I'd and go use? I chose a sponge. The sponge in the salt water? Okay. Um, Joe, what about you? Yeah, a sponge has, has uh, some appeal. I'm not too sure about the salt water. Well, the, you know, it, use... the, the one thing that might change your guys' mind on that is it wasn't like everybody had their own sponge. Oh. <laughs> it was like... Commu- I would. A community <laughs> sponge? Yeah. Oh. Uh, no. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. 
Okay, no, at least so. I could have my own my own cab. All right, so which which one then, Joe? Instead of the, the then yeah. I I yeah, the moss has some appeal too. Yeah, you know, as long as it's not mixed up with poison ivy. Sure, yeah, yeah it'd be hard. <laughs> definitely. And uh, I and I would say you know I I I wouldn't mind trying the muscle shells. I think you could really get in there and do some fine tuning. You know, <laughs> remind me if I ever come to any of your parties not to have your clans, okay? <laughs> Hey, I said shell. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, yeah. Shit on a half shell. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, there's already a little bit of that in there from the clam itself. So yeah, I you know. know. Um, I know. Most of that comes well, out if, though. So. If you took the wool and spun it into like a yarn, and then you know used it like dental floss, that that probably wouldn't be so bad. Oh, like like actual flossing, like the kids do. Oh. Yowch! (laughs) Or, or you could just wear a tongue and it'd be self-cleaning. Oh, bingo! Yeah. So, oh, we've got clean as you walk. Clean as you walk. (laughs) We do have a good, robust amount of people in the chat room. I'm glad we were able to get the word out. So we've got uh, 12 of us over in the chat room. If you're listening, so come socialize since you can't leave the house. And of course, we've got living on Long Island on our special. Back channel uh, from his hospital room since he can't get since they blocked Chat Tango, uh, so we've got uh, messages from him. Uh, and uh, let me see. In rare form. Yeah, yeah. He says uh, um, Huckabee is is all the worst Southern stereotypes. They must play the Deliverance music at a, a lot at his house. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain dueling banjos is probably his ringtone at the very least. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> him and John Kennedy. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't have dueling banjos. Nope. I don't. So, uh, but yeah. So that's, uh, so yeah. So a little, little fun facts there. And my Lord, I saw a video dad, uh, dad shared with me. Um, and it was this, it was of a woman. I think might have been in England. I don't know. I thought it, it was, there was a lot of screaming in it. And I couldn't really tell, uh, but there was a woman and she had an entire shopping cart full of packs of toilet paper and, um, another woman like just wanted one package of it. And she was like, and they got in this big brawl and the woman's daughter, like totally started wailing on this, this woman. And like the, the managers were like, call the cops and everything. And it was like people. Use a shell. Use a corn cob. Yeah. <laughs> you know, out the best in everyone. Use a sponge. Use use, use a sponge. A, or or you use the power of your imagination. <laughs> you know, there's always industrial air compressor, and then just anybody. <laughs> You got to be careful which way you point the the nozzle of the air compressor, though. Oh. <laughs> you could, uh, or you could do what do what a dog does: just squat on the grass and pull yourself along with the legs. Yeah, there you, you could do that. Yeah, sure. It's, yeah, it cleans you right up. Mm-hmm. And you fertilize your lawn at the same time. All at the same time. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So I, 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 somebody had a cat who used to do that all the time. Oh, I laugh my ass off every time I did it. Um, but uh, a lot of times they they actually are trying to express their their glands too, aren't they? Yeah, so do humans express their glands. 
Yeah, express their glands. I hope I don't have to do that. Um, but uh, but yeah. So, uh, I, I you know I know a lot of people right now are are freaked out and stuff, and I kind of plateaued. I think yesterday with uh, as freaked out as I'm going to be because it's like I'm just going to take it as it comes. It's out of my control. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into a rage or anything. I'm just going to keep living life because I love my life and I love Susan and I love all my friends. And, you know, that's what's really important right now. You know, I mean, all this petty little shit. And I'm not saying I'm letting anybody off the hook politics wise or anything like that. Or, you know, other talk show hosts who want to, you know, be ageist and shitty. Um you know, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like saying, oh, you know, I need to just, you know, no, I need to just be more positive about positive things. And none of that has anything to do with the administration or, you know, their handling of this situation at all. But the the positive things are, I think people need to start using their, their creativity more right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you know, um, and again, use your imagination to try and figure out smarter ways to do things. Um, if you don't have something and it's like, you know, it's like, I've got silly things like, you know, I'm like, I kept fretting because I'm like, I'm kind of low on shampoo and black pepper. And I'm like, whatever. If you don't have shampoo for a week or two, you can use soap on your hair. I can use soap on my hair and then use conditioner you know, to, to soften it up, whatever. Um, uh, or shave you know, your head. Or, or no. How about no? <laughs> uh, yeah, I got I got a glorious head of hair. I'm not shaving this. No way. Do you have razors? I, mean, uh, you know. I have razors, sure. Um, and, uh, but no, I, th- I, but, you know, I think that's, that's the way we need to go. Um, you know, th- there are stressful things going on right now, but I, I just can't let it get to me. I can't let it eat me up because, you know, um, it's, um, it it will just end up hurting me and other people, you know, if, if I, if I let things, uh, build up and I, and I lose my shit. So that's why. On the other end of the break, I'll tell you a story that something nice to happen to us today. Oh, very good. Very good. Yes. So, um, all right. Well, it is time to take a break. Um, but I hope some we all learn something about um, our our ancestors and what what that that message or what what we learned. I think is is their assholes were a lot tougher than ours. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and you know what that is, right? And that's one to grow on. Hmm. So, uh, all right, uh, let's come, let's go to the break and, uh, Michelle, uh, would you like to request a song? You want Dracula's magic ring of power? Would that make you happy? Yes, that'd be cool. Uh, if I can spell Dracula, I spell Dracula, uh, Dracula's magic ring of power, uh, ring. Come on. There it is. Uh, yeah. 2014 edit. That's it. Okay, so here we go. We're going to go to the break. Uh, and again, you know, this is a special broadcast. Uh, we'll uh, I'll go through uh, some comments in the chat room when we come back as well. Um, and Joe will have uh, some positive, positive news for you. And I'm going to see who texted me here shortly. Uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Friends, 
here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more! <laughs> Let's go.
Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worth it's showtime. Lousy ratings, what are you talking about? I've been given a third time slot on the network. <laughs> uh yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna become sean hannity and start bragging about ratings now uh and of course uh welcome back to the show uh michelle lagon port st Lucie, florida plenty of shells on the beach down there oh yes lots and lots <laughs> yeah. and uh miles lagon port st Lucie, uh plenty, plenty of uh shellless humans on beaches down there too right oh yeah and uh joe santors is scranton pennsylvania the electric city probably has some you know old spare like you know uh insulated wire laying around scranton you could use uh instead of toilet paper right coal we have coal coal the anthracite (laughs) anthracite coal it is what they refer to as soft coal. So. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, we'll give you splinters. Not clean, not clean coal. <laughs> no, well, it definitely coal. won't be clean after you use it for that. No. Um, so, uh, but uh, but yeah. So, uh, it, oh man, that it gives a whole new meaning to those uh, coal sludge runoff ponds or whatever. <laughs> Sorry, the coal ash. Uh, the Cole Ass Chronicles. <laughs> so, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Rhiannon. Uh, Rhiannon Fionn did the Cole Ash. Well, Chronicles. you know, one of the when you burn coal, you know what? No, one of the uh, side side uh, uh, effects are is coal gas. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. also known as tootin' and, suit. And I got to tell you, from experience, that smells a lot like <clears throat> sulfur. Putin um, soot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think there's a the, I, we, we smell that when we come into downtown Cleveland every day. There's some kind of factory that produces something that smells like farts, ham farts. So ham uh, farts, ham farts. <laughs> Sorry, that, I'm referring. I'm, I'm giggling away because I have this clip and I'm, I'm dragging my ass pulling it up. Ham farts? No, not ham farts. So <laughs> ram ramparts. <laughs> they ran the ramparts <laughs> and ham the ham farts. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah okay let's let's double those and the up. airports yeah let, let's double that up our uh, army manned the airports. it ran the ramparts it took over the airports it did everything it had to do ham farts no not ham farts <laughs> <laughs> they took over the airports <laughs> oh god oh god he's so simple uh, uh, he stuck a fluid up his big dirty asshole. Oh man, yeah. Oh wait, damn it. Um, and this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. All right. <laughs> yeah, there's something we didn't discuss. Alex Jones. No, uh, the flutes. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure any kind of musical instrument, if you get it from the right angle, would work. <laughs> yeah. Drumstick. Good, you know, yeah, head, sort of like a. Headstock on a guitar. Headstock on a guitar. Yeah. Um, yeah, lube it up with yeah. a little butter. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. so you got to be careful with the instruments. You might want to use like graphite or something like that. Um, so uh, yeah, you don't want to destroy the instrument. Yeah. yeah. You just want to shove it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> up your ass. Just get it up there. You don't want to ruin it. You just want to but- use it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they so. say? You don't. You can't buy a guitar. You just rent it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really? No. Never mind. <laughs> it's like, like beer. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm. never mind. If you uh, have to explain it. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Dad says at Mar-a-Lago, they use $20 bills. Uh, says they have an abundant supply. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, let me see. Uh, Kat says in uh, wealthier Arab countries, uh, cultures, they use bidets. Uh, <laughs> you wipe with an which invader. is a, which is a can on its pump. Uh, wait a second. I don't. Adam says you wipe with an endangered species. I don't. I, I don't know what that one is. So. Um, <clears throat> And uh, Sandy says, I shared what they use in the Philippines in the turnips group. Oh, we got to find out what this is. So, uh, Uh-oh. let's take a look. Uh, we suggest grabbing a Filipino friend and learning the art of using this. A measuring cup with, with water. If it's two girls, one cup, I'm going home. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, here's the way to do it. I, I, don't, I don't understand what it is. I'm sorry. Uh, it just says, with the recent short of toilet, pa- toilet paper, we suggest grabbing a Filipino friend and learning the art of using this. And it's like a little cup with water. So I don't know how to do that. So got to find a Filipino friend. Uh, and, uh, sorry, 
my hoodie is it's too hot in here again um all this talk about butt wiping uh but yeah so joe you had a positive story you wanted to share yeah i mean people are doing nice things too you know during this time of stress mm-hmm. and uh as you know our friend bob bob weatherwax who was uh you know, uh, our friend, and uh, he's in a veteran's home now, um, which is locked down, and we cannot visit him, which we do daily, and that upset him, it upset us, so in any event, today, uh, we had a FaceTime meeting. The nurses at the Veterans Center donated their cell phones and laptops and uh, scheduled for all the whoever wanted to uh, talk to their uh, loved ones, uh, FaceTime, 15 oh, minutes of FaceTime. That's awesome. That's very nice. Yes, yes. And we got to talk to uh, some of the people that are on the front lines of this thing, mm-hmm. the nurses who are in the room with Bob. And it was nice to see him and talk to him and talk to the nurses and see how they're doing. And... Uh, Apparently, they're rationing masks there <laughs> because uh, they're only using them for really bad situations because mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of them. But uh, they're doing a great job, and and uh, so far, no cases in the in the veteran center. Well, that's very so. Good uh, and we got to, and we got to see him. He got to see us, and it was nice of the nurses to donate their equipment and their time. Uh, to let the you know the veterans uh, visit with their loved ones without uh, putting them in harm's way. Uh, so very, you know, it was really nice positive, positive uh, experience, and it really lifted his spirits. That's awesome. Yeah, and you know that's that's you know again like what Rain was saying last night. You know, just even just giving somebody a phone call. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know I've been talking. Dad and I have been talking a lot. You know, and, and you know we. we of course, we're talking a lot about like the f- different food stuff, like we discussed yesterday, and um, the, you know, I'm telling about the garage or not the garage, but the sun porch and everything. By the way, I got a text from the guy for the sun porch. They did not come today because it was too cold for the one guy to work, and he he's older and he can't afford to get sick. Um, and he had a couple deck jobs he had to be on, but they've been so good and so fast, and the quality of the work has been great. I'm like, don't worry about it. Just come on Monday. I'll be here. So, um, but, but yeah, you know, that, that, that's important. You know, if you can, if you can help somebody with that, you know, with, you know, especially somebody who's, uh, you know, um, in a hospital or something like that and, and they can't get the visits that they need, um, you know, that, that would mean a lot seeing, seeing a smiling face on the other end, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's important. So, uh, but yeah, you know, but you know, even just phone calls, that that's good stuff. Make sure you're you're yeah, staying yeah. in touch with folks. And mm-hmm. um uh but yeah, uh that that's awesome. So, um no, now living in Long Island was asking how everybody's cats were doing. So, uh Michelle was gracious enough to post some pictures in our private chat, but uh how are all your kitties doing, uh Michelle? They're doing good. Um, everybody's happy and healthy. Brandy's old, but <laughs> and right now Loki and Immature are wrestling on top of the 
printer. Oh, perfect. Uh, printers, you know, what is it with printers and cats? It's like... I think it's the heat. Oh, yeah. there we go. That could be. We're going to have some yowling here shortly, maybe. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I... Oh, I got scared today. Tennessee went a little bonkers. Oh, well, okay. So a few things happened when I took a nap. <laughs> I was taking a nap and I fell asleep when uh, Idiot Boy was giving his press conference, you know, um, crying about the media and everything. And I, I dozed off and I'm taking a nap. And so I start dreaming I'm watching Trump on TV at like somebody else's house. And I in, in the dream, I'm like swearing and calling him every name in the book and everything. And then I like woke up. And I was like, oh, it's on TV. And then I started to doze back off. And then doctor jumped up on my leg. I was on my side. Doctor jumped on my leg. And he weighs a lot. And when he puts all his weight on one spot of your leg, it's like, no, get off. Just sit sit on the couch beside me. You know, you know. So I tried to push him down. And I and I pushed him down. And I didn't realize Tennessee was right where I was pushing him down. Tennessee compacts himself into, like, you know, smaller than a dinner plate when he swirls up, and, you know. I mean, he's a big, muscly cat. He's not real huge, but he's all muscle. Muscles and heat, like I said the other day. He is warm and he is muscular. And and he was all swirled up there. And doctor, his full the doc, doctor's full weight must have gone on him. Because Tennessee made in some kind of ungodly noise. And uh, and then doctor was, jumped down on the floor. And then he had one eye shut. And I was like, oh no, doctor got scratched in the eye. <laughs> And so, um, but like 20 minutes later, he had both of his eyes open. So he must've just gotten a little, either got some fur in his eye or, you know, got a little Nick or something like that. So I inadvertently caused tux on tux violence. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, so that, that was what happened with our cats today. And Tennessee is bonkers about the sun porch too, but I, I'm still leaving it shut. Uh, until it's completely done. Um, I, I can't wait until I get the curtain up. I ordered a really cool curtain rod. It's kind of a, it's that brush nickel. Um, and it, it kind of looks like old, like, um, metal, like, you know, either water or gas pipes, you know, with like the little, you know, round, rounded kind of joints on them, you know? Mm-hmm. So very kind of old industrial looking, uh, re- really like that kind of look. Um, and, uh, and I got a, a black, um, a, a blackout curtain. It's like a black blackout curtain for the actual, uh, sliding glass door because, uh, you know, we're going to have a, a lot of our collection in there. So, you know, for the most part, it's not going to have sun in it all day long, you know, but, but the cats will be able to go behind the curtain and everything and, you know, look out. But I found the, the 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 curtain is really cool. It has like um, heavy duty, like big, like I don't know, like two inch kind of grommets, you know, uh, it, it, in you know, embedded in the fabric along the top. So you know that those just slide right. On. So you know, no hooks required. Uh, so I, I really like that look. You know, it's very kind of sleek. Um, and you know uh, what works good for curtain rods too? What's that? Corn cobs. Corn cobs. Yeah. How did I know? How did I know? Uh, I'm sure there's probably something from the the Kingsman you could probably use for a show, for a curtain rod too, right, Miles? What about a curtain rod? <laughs> I said there's probably something from the Kingsman I could use for a curtain rod too, right? 
Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like melt down a whole bunch of the DVDs. (laughs) (laughs) Or use some of the umbrellas, you know, just lash them together. There you go. There you go. Uh, But so, so yeah, I'm excited about that. And, you know, again, I'm going to look online and see what kind of paint I can order online. um, Because I can probably paint that room in a day. Um, And, you know... Oh, I'm going to have, from, looks like I'm going to have time. So might as well just try and order it online and be done with it. And so I don't have to risk going out any more than necessary. We were going to do some banking today, but then we decided, well, if we go to the bank today, you know, move some money around from different accounts and everything, uh, you know, do some insider trading. I'm kidding. Um, we're going to, you know, and it's like, well, you know, we go to my ATM and Susan's ATM, but if we go to the bank today, we might as well just go to the bank tomorrow. Cause it was like after four o'clock and it's like, it doesn't matter what, you know, after like four o'clock on a Saturday or noon, really on a Saturday, a lot of times it doesn't matter what time you take things to the bank. It all goes in on Monday morning, you know, so, or Monday through the course of the business day. So, uh, so yeah, so we even for, for went to that trip, uh, out and about, um, but yeah, so, uh, and that'll probably be our last trip out for a while. I'm assuming we might go down to see dad. Um, he had part of dad's fence blew over in the wind. Uh, they had with some really bad wind. So I'm going to try and go down and help him fix his fence. So <clears throat> that happens to Trump's fences too, you know? Oh yeah. But you know, dad's fence is um was actually built <laughs> and and has been standing for decades so uh unlike trumps who go up and then they blow over immediately um <laughs> and mexico didn't pay for them uh but yeah so let's see so so how you how you doing with uh how you guys doing with the meal planning and stuff miles and michelle I really didn't get a chance to talk to you guys about that Oh, we're just keeping things simple. You know, we have a lot of stuff in our pantry in case it's needed. But, mm-hmm. you know, right now I'm using up some old, old stuff that's been in the freezer for a while. Yeah. You that... know, like uh, fruit that I've frozen before it went bad mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because I, I also have to keep my diet a little light because I have to start my cleanse yes. on Monday. So. Well, that's smart. The fruits, fruit should be pretty good. Um, and uh, But, yeah, I've got some, I've got some frozen fruit that I'm going to you know, pull out and do something with maybe make some kind of, I don't know, smoothie. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. It's yeah. great. Well, yeah, I should I can't actually. have my vitamins. Yeah, I might I'm, as well have the fruit at least. Yeah, know, we've got some. Like, the I, actually, I, I got some stuff in there. I could probably make a hell of a smoothie right now because I got some, got some OJ you can, and we got some cherries and blueberries in the, in the freezer. So. Yeah, I've kept. I've got cashews, and I just I just uh, combine the cashews with water. I let them soak overnight, and then mm-hmm. I, I, I whip them up in the blender, and then I throw the fruit in there because that's how you make cashew milk. So I just throw yeah. the fruit in there to give it some more flavor, and there you go. I think we actually have a little bit of cashew milk or almond milk or something in the fridge, too, uh, pre, pre store-bought. Uh, so, yeah, mm, good idea. There we go. Uh, yeah, and I ordered the cashew nuts be- and the almond nuts because you know they they keep longer than the milk does, mm-hmm. and you just make your own. I got some know. cabbage I could put in there too. 
Uh, Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Brussels sprouts? Um, actually, carrots aren't bad if you juice the carrots. We actually have a juicer, so... I love carrot and apple juice. Oh, my God. We have carrots and apples. i got to make carrot and apple juice. Um, now, see, this is why I needed to have Michelle on the show. Bouncing uh, food ideas off one another. Healthy options and things. That's good. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, now, uh, uh, so, Miles, have you? did you work all last week or were you off? I was off on Thursday. Okay. Uh, Michelle had a test. So. Okay. Well, so other other than that, I mean, what's the uh, what's the stat? I mean, you 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 know, you're kind of an essential service, yes. so you don't get. They're not going to shut you down. Nope. Nope. There's there's no end to my work. Well, um, that's good. One of the perks to being in a utility. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, um, yeah. What you're saying, you're saying, uh, a concert venue doesn't provide a, 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 a an invaluable <laughs> service. I, uh, no, I'm not saying that. No, uh, I am. Oh, I'm only I am. one day next week. Okay. I'm saying it. <laughs> I, I, I only work Monday and I'm, I'm, I'm off the rest of the yeah, so and he took some vacation time for me. So, well, that's very good of you. So, and uh, um, I'm not not surprised, and I'm very very happy uh, that you're doing. Well, hey, his so. his management has a great way to handle the situation. Oh they, yeah, they, they're under strict orders that they cannot be any closer than six feet apart. All the coworkers and stuff, so they have to stay six feet apart. Well, there you go. Should wear. It really uh, makes it interesting if they have to share the same vehicle. <laughs> somebody's got to ride in the back. Get <laughs> um, it's going to be awkward if it's a sedan. Put them in the <laughs> trunk. <laughs> so, um, you know what they should do is they should modify like old laser tag um, sensors that you know, like oh, like, yes. <laughs> like like you know. Uh, they'll beep if you get within six, you know, six feet of somebody. So, you know, no touching. So, uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, wasn't there a in space balls? It was the, 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 what was the actress that played the robot that, and she, she was, Oh, Joan Rivers protected the Joan, Joan Rivers, Rivers that protected yeah. the princess when, when he got too close and the, uh, um, Bill Pullman got too close to her. So proximity alert or something. Like that. Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to find that. So, but uh, it, alarms. What's some yeah. saying? Oh, this is the uh, this is the uh, yeah. No touching. Yeah, there you go. Uh, from when Arrested Development was funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, that last season. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. So uh, now, yeah. I know there's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. You're right. So don't be surprised if you see a bunch of banana stands broken into during this this hard time. Uh, <laughs> and uh, anyway, all right. Well, let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, and again, thanks everybody for hanging out in the chat room. Uh, I promised Mr. Adam Hebert if he gets here on time, he can do name calling. 
And happy birthday to Livin. We'll, we'll, uh, today is his birthday, I believe he said. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll double up your, your banner if anybody else has one. Um, whip it out. And we'll, we'll uh, condense it down. So, okay, let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more of this shutdown. No, uh, Great American Shutdown Quarantine Turn Up the Night Saturday Special. Or something like that. <laughs> we'll be right back right after, uh, we'll say this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It is a metric scientific mathematical algorithm of tyranny. No shit. Every Tuesday and Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern at IndieMediaWeekly.com. starts in one minute.
And now, on with the show. Ham farts? No, not ham farts. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now, you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Do not try to leave the building. This will all be over shortly. It'll all be over shortly. Yeah, before I started the show, Joe and I were in the recording studio here on Discord for a little bit, and we... uh. Uh, I looked up the trailer for the movie Quarantine. <laughs> oh my god, that movie looks horrible, but I want to see it so bad now. <laughs> and I and I got that little clip from the trailer. Do not try to leave the building. This will all be over shortly. Yeah, uh, that was and the least favorite. <laughs> the least intense part of that trailer. Go ahead, uh, Michelle. My favorite disease type movie is The Andromeda Strain. Oh, that is a classic. That is a classic. And, of course, uh, joining me on the program for this very special Saturday broadcast, Michelle Lagon, Port St. Lucie, Florida, from Mike Check Radio and uh, the Rogue DM. Michelle. Hello, hello. And Miles Lagon, the Galaxy Master from Mike Check Radio. Uh, thank you uh, for uh, joining in on short notice tonight. It looks like it's paying off with our uh, listeners out there. Yep, yep. Having so. fun. And uh, last but not least, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Um, hey, you know what? Just for fun, let's just go ahead and play your jingle. Go up to Scranton with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today to have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? And why not uh, this? Ain't no party like a Scranton party because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> 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 wow you know what else doesn't stop what's that toilet tissue toilet tissue doesn't stop it's on a yeah. roll it's, it's on a roll oh see oh my, <laughs> oh my god where'd you read that a freaking bazooka joe wrapper nice. uh, no come on I made it up oh. <laughs> sorry <laughs> it was funny it's on a roll oh, that's a dad joke yeah so um it's a childless okay, well, childless dad joke yeah he's uh, not childless he has puppy babies he does. he does very hungry puppy babies and or, they said there's, there's no problem with shortages because they'll just eat us if you know well that's we'll true start with the soft start with the soft parts of your face 
Um, right. My cats will do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I am in a... <laughs> like, only, only thing about cats are they may start before you die. <laughs> yeah. <Hey>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Tennessee might, yeah. Um, he actually well, Loki has... is always licking me, so there's there's well, something yeah. to that. Yeah, well, yeah, Tennessee just started grooming me, too. He, he's like, you know, if uh, <laughs> I, I'll put my arm around him, and he starts cleaning himself, and then he's like, hey, this arm needs some work. I'm like, uh, all right, whatever. So, yeah. I'm in if a you see qu- Tennessee wearing of gloves, you better watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he does have those little little gloves on his feet. Maybe yeah. they're, you know. Um, <laughs> little of gloves. And, but yeah, so uh, see, this sucks because it's like I'm wearing this lightweight hoodie, and with a, with it on, I'm too warm. With it off, I'm too cold. I hate that. It's like one of those things. So I might have to change to a button down shirt. May that I'm gonna have to adjust my layers, guys. It's annoying. Um, That's why we're layers. Yeah, I know. You should see? be. A, <laughs> you should. You should be a two-ply wearer see yeah there you go so mm-hmm. uh it, tri- two ply triple ply i'm usually triple ply when i when i actually leave the house t-shirt button down hoodie you know mm-hmm. oh four ply if i have a jacket on over that wow. oh okay but typically just a hoodie even if it's super cold out because if i go in a store in a big jacket i'll just start sweating like crazy so uh so yeah uh but anyway uh welcome back everyone uh welcome to quarantine land uh worst theme park ever yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh and uh and yeah you know so so what what you know let's let's see what we can some fun ideas we can throw out and we're gonna do mad libs tonight because we haven't done mad libs in forever so everybody, cool. you know, start writing down some, uh, you know, or, or memorizing some really obnoxious nouns and adverbs for me, uh, ad- adjectives. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> Miles, you would give me some obnoxious words. Who are you? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, let's let's talk about different ways to, to beat cabin fever right now. Mm. One. Own your own radio network. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, helps. you know, one, one little thing that Susan and I, she, I, I wasn't always on board with this, but she, she converted me, uh, to being a list maker and, you know, make, uh, you know, we make different lists. Like we'll do meal planning idea lists, which, which come in very handy for, you know, it's like you go shopping in your own house for what you have and you figure out the best way to stretch something or make a meal out of something. Like Michelle talked about using something old that's in your freezer um, and, you know, making sure that doesn't go to waste. Like, you know, today, I don't know how the hot dog buns we had for our chili dogs tonight were, but they were they were okay. But they, they were old. I could tell. Some of the, some of the outer... Um, I guess it happened when they were, when something must've fallen on them when they were in the freezer, uh, you know, something heavier because like, you know, the outer, you know, the, the crust layer, the brown part of the outside of the bun, some of that was like smashed and flaked away. And I was like, Oh, that, that can't be good, but they tasted just fine. 
it was fine. Um, but yeah, so meal planning, um, you know what? Go onto your Netflix queue and just spend like an hour in there adding things to your playlist or, you know, Amazon prime or whatever, whatever you watch, just add things to your playlist. Why? You know, I love Amazon prime Michelle, because they seem to be one of the most reliable places to be able to watch a trailer for something. Yeah. And then you can watch the trailer and then be like, that looks pretty interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, and again, like here, a fun thing to do. How about you find one of your favorite old movies that maybe, you know, somebody in your household hasn't seen before. Like I did with the original wicker man the other day. And I totally tried to fool Susan about what was going to happen in the end. Um, (laughs) no, they're just going to have a party. Uh, (laughs) no, it's really cool. Everything's fine. They, they make up their friends in the end. Uh Um, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, and, and again, with the list making too, you know, do meal planning, do short term goals for like, you know, things that need to be done around the house. I find that to be, you know, really easy it's like you know make a short list it's like okay this needs done this needs done this needs done you know i gotta do you know do a load of towels and uh load of socks and you know wash some dishes and you know get the trash out of the bathroom you know just whatever that's typically like sunday stuff anyway that i do but now you know maybe do some more inclusive stuff if there's something you've been procrastinating on like i have some things in the garage that i got to move around it's a little difficult right now until the uh construction crew is done because they've been leaving a lot of things in the garage overnight and it's like taking up all my free space in there um so uh cuz they've got some big freaking really impressive looking saw that, that this guy has. It's like on a, on a hand cart and, you know, it's like a transformer, like, you know, the robots in disguise, it transforms into a table saw. It's really cool. Um, and you know, uh, you know, short-term goals like that, or like, you know, miles and Michelle and myself and Susan were heavy duty crafters, um, uh, for, you know, the miles, and Michelle do a lot of gaming crafts and whatnot. I do the, the custom action figures and stuff. Susan does all kinds of different craft stuff. So we're like, okay, how can we prioritize, you know, ABCD, you know, uh, whatever, what makes more sense to do first, you know, what's going to be the least messy thing to do or whatever. Uh, so, so I mean, little things like that. And, you know, I know, I know it's common sense, but it, you know, having a list, uh, always makes me feel better to, to go back and look and it's like, all right, I'm going to get at least one thing done off this list in, you know, the next 20 minutes or something. Um, so, so stuff like that I think is helpful. And, and right now I think it's going to be more helpful to me because I'm used to a daily routine of my job, which is a mental list that is already in my head. Um, you know, what I would do in the morning and how to end my day and everything in between. So, so something like that, I'm going to, you know, be leaning on pretty heavily, uh, coming up. So I don't know. Uh, what, what, what about you, Joe? Any, any suggestions on, uh, beaten cabin fever? Well, let's see, uh, today, well, I, as an ongoing project, I've been, I went through the whole first season of the original Star Trek on prime cool. video. Very nice. So 
So I, I did that, and they remastered it on this 4K television I have. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like videotape. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. So it's really enjoyable to watch them again. And uh, some of the episodes were pretty pretty uh, intellectually stimulating. You know what, Some of Joe? them were crappy. You know what, Joe? Um, uh, what? You, you what? might want to, after watching that, follow that up with mm-hmm. the Star Trek animated series from the 70s. Oh, yeah? Because they actually had some pretty good writing. There was some goofiness in there, but so the original show had some goofiness. It was, it's, a, it's a little bit little kitty here. But, I mean, just to show how, like, intense some of the writing was, they actually tried to humanize Satan in one of the episodes in a ch- kid's cartoon. <laughs> wow. So it was made by film oh, wow. Ma- Filmation in the 70s, the same company who ended up going on to do, like, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and a bunch of other stuff. But um, it's really good, and it's voiced by the original cast. So mm. um, it, it's I, I view that as like an uh, you know unofficial you know continuation of the original series. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you should watch it. But anyway, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just want to throw that recommendation out there. I'll see who has that on streaming service. On what streaming service? I just watched it all. That uh, the remastered Gorn still looks goofy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not much I can do with that. He figured. He's figured it out, Doc. He's figured it out. Uh, do I have that <laughs> bit of Star Trek music? <laughs> I love that you intense. <laughs> um, yeah, I own the original music for the Star Trek. I love it. Yeah the <clears throat> the remastered. Uh, Version uh, is really really good, so uh, yeah, enjoyed that. Got through, just finished season one today, so I'll go right into season two. Uh, plus, uh, you know, we we uh, cleaned our freezer all today. Very good. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, something uh, I think we're all doing. It, 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 so yeah, it makes found a lot stuff of sense. in there from two thousand eight. Yeah, meat. I'm not gonna make. Oh, <laughs> seventeen-year-old meat. Seventeen-year-old meat. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna do. See that. if the dogs yeah. like it. So. And there were some roles there that were receiving social security. Uh, well, so I, I don't know. I I take some I take some advice from Scotty on making that meat. It's dangerous, but it might work. So <laughs> now I'm well, looking to see what Barbara Stark. took took some of those roles. I said, "Should we use these?" I said, "I said, Barb." I'm a doctor, not a, not a mason. Yeah, <laughs> not a stone mason. Uh, so <laughs> let's see what this is because it says Star Trek music bumper. I have no idea what this is. Oh, that's it. <laughs> is that the Gorn fight? No, 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 no. Okay, no. that must be from a movie. Yeah, one probably. Probably. That sounds like one of them. Not sound like any of the old. Yeah, I think uh, you're that right. That was not one of the, the. They were not that theatrical back then. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it was a strange episode. Was the Return of the Archons? You remember that one? Oh, it when, sounds when they familiar. Be- they beam down on the planet, and everybody's walking around like zombies. But then, like festival, and then they they freak yeah. out. Yeah. You know, yeah, I do remember that. 
that that one. That was weird. That was a weird one. There was a weird character in there. You uh, know the the creepiest the creepiest one ever that gave me nightmares was the one where they beamed down onto the um it was like the planet that made your wildest dreams come true and uh like uh, somebody who was it was somebody followed the white rabbit or something oh yeah yeah and, that was the uh, the recreational planet yeah and then there was one yeah. one scene where was it sulu or somebody like that who was uh, in a jousting match with a knight oh yeah the naked time and yeah and the knight mm-hmm. when they like pulled the the face mask on the helmet up and mm-hmm. they, they showed the face and it was like this weird squishy rubber looking thing and had that dead that eyes yeah a mannequin yeah. yeah yeah it was a mannequin but that gave me nightmares as a child that, oh yeah that well, scared the piss out of me just that well you're look. confusing too like the naked time was different uh the naked time was they, they got a virus through their sweat down on the planet oh and it, it brought out your biggest fear oh you okay know? yeah so yeah, that was different. Okay. The one you're talking about when they there was a recreational planet. Yeah. So yeah, well, they were androids. The all androids, right? So uh, let me see. Yeah. Uh, here, let's let's see. I, I I'm doing something I don't typically do. I'm uh, I'm gonna pull up the Gorn fight. Uh, <laughs> Kirk versus the Gorn. See if we can. That yeah. Sounds like Galax Jones. Oh wow! Sounds like like Peter Boyle, actually. So slow motion. (laughs) Oh, he got his leg. (laughs) Okay. Ticket, ticket, ticket. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) that's enough of that. Uh, yeah, I gotta find that piece of music from Star Trek though. That real intense one. You'll find that at uh, a mock time that, when he was fighting Spock. That's definitely on that. Uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So. And then yeah. there's always the one when 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 it's a romantic thing. Oh yeah, that one. Oh, the romantic, you know, like when he when he. Ruth. That's when he was on that recreational list. Ruth. Ruth. Alright. Oh, this that's good stuff. This is from a mock oh, time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There it is. Oh, it's so good. Do it. Like isn't any Gary, how much my brain is filled with that crap. And Spock wins and honor is satisfied. Jim, listen, if you Bones. My first officer, my friend. I disregarded Starfleet orders to bring him here. Another thing, that's the POW of Vulcan. All of Vulcan in one package. How can I back out in front of her? Look at that package. <laughs> oh, they stopped shaking the bells. Kirk? Yeah. Yeah. Decide. Oh. Gotta do it. I accept the challenge. Here begins the act of combat 
for possession of the woman Tiprink. As it was at the time of the beginning, so it is now. Bring forth the Lirpa. Lirpa. <laughs> I like that purple sash Spock is wearing. It really sets off his blue tunic. Yeah. He was a purple belt at the time. Yeah. There's such a great quote at the end of this when Spock tells the guy that wins to bring that uh, basically having is not nearly a pleasant a thing as wanting. If both survive the Lirpa, it may not be logical. Combat but it will is continue true. with the arm wound. Especially with her, because she was she was uh, conniving in, intense. little wench. <laughs> and intense. Anyway, thanks for bearing with us, folks. But yeah, so yes, so so yeah, so so binge you know, and I I did a fun little exercise uh, a while ago that I told everybody about. Is I watched um, oh, what's the name of the episode where Khan um shows up? The space seed. The space seed. Yeah, I watched the space seed followed by directly followed by the wrath of Khan. Which was which was awesome. Except I think there's one continuity error in there is that Chekhov is the one who goes down and discovers Khan on on the planet. But I don't think Chekhov was even in the space seed. Chekhov wasn't even in the first season. There was right. no Chekhov in the whole first season. Oh. He didn't appear till the second season. Yeah. You know So, it, you know, Space Seed and uh, my two favorite episodes Space Seed and the City on the Edge of Forever. Yeah, that's a good one. We're all in the first season. And Chekhov didn't come on at all during the first season. In fact, Sulu wasn't in a lot of it. There were other navigators. Right. So, Those guys uh, were added. Yeah. I mean, Sulu was in the first season, but not as much as he became a regular in the second season. And Chekhov didn't appear at all in the first season. So, you know, a little continuity problems there yeah i like devil in the dark and trouble with tribbles devil in the dark still enough that was another first season episode tribbles came later my two favorite are squire of gothos that was first season cat's paw that was not in the first season okay yeah the squire of gothos was in the first season yeah yeah they they were uh some really good uh really good scripts especially that first season was Packed with some good ones, you know. Like like later on, later seasons. Like I haven't gotten to them yet, but I remember Spock's brain. Wow, mm-hmm. was that a bad episode? Do you remember that one? Yeah, I don't remember. No. The planet with the women. So simple, yes. a child could do it. Yeah, and they took a took his stole his brain and put it in a glass jar. Mm-hmm. And it was generating all their power and everything. Uh, ridiculous. Well, you know, in in something interesting from Star Trek is um, the the original series is mm-hmm. if you if you look at Sulu is only on fifty two episodes, but I don't know if anybody remembers an actor by the name of Eddie Paskey, but he was Lieutenant Leslie, um, yes, mostly a, yes, a, yes, a background yes. character, and he was in fifty seven episodes. So he was the he was the uh, the uh, transporter room. Uh, yeah, well, he actually had several different assignments, I think, um, mm-hmm. on, on the show. But, uh, yeah, uh, and um, 
Another he, favorite he, of he mine even, was... He was, even was, told off Kirk uh, when he had uh, the alien spores in the, this side of paradise. Yes. So Another, another favorite of mine was um, what little girls are made of. Do you remember that one? Yes. With Rock? Yes. Rock. Yes. I'm that, not remembering that. That was the formula. <laughs> that... Oh, that? Did we did we did you fall out? All right. I think we lost Joe for a second, but Looks but like yeah. But real quick, Lieutenant yeah. Leslie Lieutenant Leslie served as helms and navigator or security guard. Um so I keep dropping out. Okay. Yeah, well, there you go. Um but Rock. anyway, but they should have brought they should have brought uh, Lieutenant Leslie in as one of the you know they should have brought him back for the films, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He was and, a big part of the first season too. Yeah, I actually have a Lieutenant Leslie custom Star Trek uh, Mego that I made. <laughs> so uh, I'll try. I'll get a picture of him for you guys. Uh, I think it, his shirt though has the wrong designation on the sleeve, so forgive me. I got to remove. I got to get a stitch ripper and take off one of the um, wrist um, things. Um, one thing I couldn't get over is how how sexist those scripts were. Oh mm, yeah, there were some. I mean, there were some rough ones. Yeah, the, uh, um, I mean, all the yeomen were delivering coffee all the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, like it was really demeaning. And I mean, mad pants. But speaking uh, of Yeoman, Yeoman Lagan, get me some hot chocolate. Oh boy, the um, bite me. Uh, the, the other ah. one. Uh, <laughs> Yeoman Rand would be proud of you, Michelle. All right, finish your thought there, uh, Miles. What were you saying? The um, two two quick things. One, the second in command. In the pilot episode of Star Trek, was a woman and was called number one. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the and network... was, the, was Nurse Chapel. Correct. Was, that yeah. actress. Yes. Wasn't that Sally Kellerman? No. 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 That was she, that was uh, Roddenberry's wife. Majel Barrett. Majel Barrett. Yeah. Well, what am I thinking of? I thought Sally Kellerman. You think? You're you're thinking she was in the the she was in the second pilot. Remember yeah, the menagerie? That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Right. But then they remade it with Kirk with with Shatner. Yeah. And that was the one with Sa- Sally Kellerman. So they demanded that the woman in second in command be gone away, and and that was not Roddenberry's fault. That was the demand by the uh, studio. But. Uh, what's not well known is the chain of command of the Enterprise and who is fourth in line. Everyone knows Kirk, Spock, and S- S- Scotty, but not many people know who is actually fourth. Is it Uhura? It is. Well, there we go. So there's a little bit of progress. All right, I'm getting a picture yeah. of my Eddie Paskey, a.k.a. Uh, Lieutenant Leslie custom to share with everybody. Uh, but anyway, we got to go to the break. But what were you going to say, Joe? If I knew this, I would. I, I almost wore my Star Trek pajamas tonight. Oh, that would have been adorable. I, yeah, I have. I have, and I got all three colors. I have command, science, and engineering. 
sounds uh you know what that oh, sounds yeah. like i look so cute i look so cute when i go to you bed. know you know what that sounds like what a fun sexy time for you wow so it is it is, it is. <laughs> do you have medical so you can play doctor <laughs> <So>. <laughs> i do i wear the blue when i play doctor and i tell barbara such men take what they want <laughs> <laughs> all right and, and adam slaps me down Adam is with us. Uh, welcome, Adam. Uh, but yeah, good evening. Sorry for the sudden intrusion. I just that's all right. The joke. That's all right. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got to go to the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Adam's going to do some name calling for us, as I promised him. So hang tight and uh, let me see. Uh, oh, Adam, would you like to pick the song for the break? Hmm. Uh, in, in honor of the new Dungeons and Dragons book coming out, can we do Roleplay Master? Uh, we sure can. And there is that the one. Um, oh, 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 oh. oh what did you do to yourself? Hot pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah, did you burn the roof of your mouth? Just my fingers. Okay, that's good. Uh, all right, don't burn the roof of your mouth. Anyway, uh, yeah, role playing master coming up. We'll be right back with more turn up tonight. Right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Okay, and I'm rolling for damage. Welcome to the labyrinth of the world. It's a land of free letters. Hey, D&D. Filling out your character sheet.
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Do not try to leave the building. This will all be over shortly. Yeah. So good. That's so good. Uh, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the uh, the program. Uh, joining with me, as always, Mr. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, for this special Saturday edition. Thank you for jumping on board, Joe. Oh, I, I jump on board anywhere. <laughs> Any port in a storm, I see. Yeah. And, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, this is, a, this is a storm. There we go. And, uh, of course, uh, also joining me out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the dynamic duo of the Dream Team, uh, Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie. Welcome back to you, sir. Hello. Thank, thank you. Um, and Michelle Lagan, welcome back to you, mother of kittens. Hello, hello. Yeah, and last but not least, Mr. Adam Hebert uh, out of um, Clarksville, Tennessee, the state named after where my I'm cat. Officially, where I'm officially considered essential for once in my life. Oh, wow. You go. Well, you're, so. you're essential in our lives, Adam. This is true. Well, how, else would the sci- how else would the sci-fi double feature ever get updated? It would never, so. never happen. Never. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, and of course, Mike Check Radio, Midnight Sun, all that, and uh, and and I will make the announcement right now. There is a possibility we might just drop the music license uh, to save money going forward um, because I talked about it before because it was kind of expensive, and then I was like, eh, it's not horrible, but depending on what happens with my employment, it might change. So. 
but we always have the old time radio backup. So, uh, and uh, we can do lots of fun programming well, around that. Well, of course, you know, we can always revisit any decision to, to uh, discontinue the music license once things have settled down. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. So, um, but anyway, I, and I posted a picture of Lieutenant Leslie, my, my custom figure, Lieutenant Leslie in the chat room. There is a funny story behind, uh, this head sculpt is Migo actually acquired the head sculpt from a, a customizer who made it years ago and, you know, and would trade people or, you know, sell casts of it to people so they can make their own Lieutenant Leslie. And, um, Migo actually bought that head sculpt because they needed some new uh, sculpts and they used that head for, of all things, Al Bundy for when they did the, got the married with children license because they didn't own the actor. They, they couldn't get rights to the actor's likeness. So they just were like, we need a generic white guy head. And they got that. And what's funny <laughs> after that, they actually used the same head sculpt, Michelle, on the Invisible Man. So the Invisible Man figure you have has that head, but translucent okay. with no paint. So, uh, so yeah. So basically, when that came out, all of us guys who missed out on that original Lieutenant Leslie head for customizing were like, "Holy shit! Easiest custom ever!" <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, so, so we all got excited and we all made Lieutenant Leslie's out of Al Bundy. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, but that, that head sculpt was designed to resemble Eddie Paskey. And I think it's a pretty fair representation that fits in with the Mego line where they got pretty close to the likenesses, but you know, still it was a little artist interpretation as well, but yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, as promised, Adam, uh, it's biscuit time. You ready? I am. All right. The essential services right now. All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. There you go. All right. And, and do you mind if I kind of improvise? I'm going to give everyone an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 to watch. All right. Because I'm a helper. All right. Not first up, we got Destroyer Kurt. And I recommend uh, my, my favorite, Prince of Space. With, with Crankcore. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> yes, you remember left. All right, next up we have Francie57, uh, who I think would get a kick out of the Screaming Skull. Mm, there you there's, go. There's a lot of skulls, there's a lot of screaming, but there isn't a Screaming Skull. <laughs> and these times of crisis... It's always nice to have a, a voice of sanity like Crankor. Yeah, there you go. All right. Next up, we have Heather, who I am going to... Hmm, I, I don't want to push too hard. I don't want it to be too bad a movie. So I'm going to go with the Peter Graves vehicle. It conquered the world. Okay. <laughs> Which features a moving speech by Peter Graves at the end. Okay. All right, next up we have Cat out of Columbus, who really should watch. Uh, oh, damn. Uh, what do Wh I got for Cat? What would Cat enjoy? I'm a withdraw from the memory bank. The hand of fate. I'm not that evil, Joe. Uh, all right. 
yeah, overdraw the memory bank. Assuming, oh, oh, yeah. of course, you don't have a problem with filthy repulsive ant eaters or raw Julia. Uh, now, next up, I, we have Mister. Ken- oh, sorry. Oh, I just got to ask: Was is this part of that Peter Graves speech? You ever seen a grown man naked? So, anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is Peter Graves. Yes, that is Peter. We love Peter Graves. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we have Mister. Kenny Pick, who I recommend you watch the final sacrifice. Okay. If you haven't, uh, what's, it, what's it about? Uh, it's about a Canadian cult that wants to re- that wants to revive this ancient race. Is that the one with Rousedower? Yes, that's the one. With I- I've seen it. I've seen it. I- I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Um, re- I'd rewatch right, it though. Then. I'd rewatch it. That that you, is a good one. That's you could give me Manos because, as you know, I saw Manos: The Hands of Fate unrift. Yeah, and I'm so so sorry for the loss of your brain cell. Before that's the first way I got introduced to that movie. I checked it out from the library, I believe. There's so, an hour you can't get back. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. An, I love that an movie. An hour that feels like an eternity. All right, next up we have Ken Senior. All right. You're not going to say anything? No. Oh, like, oh, hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. I'm sorry. I, I talked to him on the phone earlier, so I did get to say hi and I love you and all that stuff. So, that's what, like, so but yeah. Thank you. That by Thank now. you. Uh, hi, Dad. What should I? What should I recommend for Ken Senior? Something that's going to make him the Santa, the Santa Claus space. What, what about the 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 hunk man beef one? Um, space mutiny. Space mutiny. Yes. He would space love mutiny. that. He's probably seen that on Rift too, because he loves bad sci-fi too. That qualifies. I wouldn't. Yep, I wouldn't doubt if he, he he might own that on VHS <laughs> or DVD. So wow, yeah, he's got some pretty right. crazy sci-fi uh, sci-fi movies on uh, on VHS. Pretty impressive collection. Interesting. All right, next up we have Marnus Three Joe Santorsa, who should watch. Marnus, the hands of fate. Marnus, the The dogs of fate. Marnus, the dogs of fate. How about how about Red Zone Cuba? (laughs) The Coleman Francis film. That sounds awful. It is. All right, next up, Michelle. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I want to go easy, but give her some Sandy Frank. Sandy. Uh, all right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yes, 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 yes. Fugitive Alien Part One and Two. That's right, Michelle. You get a sci-fi double feature. Sandy oh. Frank. Oh, they were horrible. I was, I was kind of hoping and for the what the Planet of the Apes ripoff one, but you know. I was hoping you'd maybe like Castle of Fu Manchu or something. The Camisole well, of Fu Manchu. The castle. Of oh, castle! Fu. I thought we. That is such <laughs> a boring film. I think the camisole of Fu Manchu would be a much more exciting <laughs> film. That well, is got that. Christopher Lee in it, so you know you, yeah. you always Christo- have to love Christopher Lee playing the Asian bad guy in a camisole. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm also all right, Miles, because uh, I know he's here, but not necessarily in the chat. I'm going to give Miles. Miles is right here. 
Well, yeah, I know. He's not in the chat. He's here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Deathbed, the bed that eats. Uh, oh, that's not oh, a wow. riff, by the way. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that coming uh, a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, wa I'm watching uh, Liv Living on Long Island's chat. No. Well, uh, you know what? Let's get Living on Long Island a, ch a, a movie. Um, how about for Living Outlaw of Gore, which has so many ass cheeks it'll make you uncomfortable. And that features Jack Palance, right? Yes, that does. In an eye patch, I believe. No, no. It was no from Pennsylvania, patch? by the way. Oh, he had an eye patch in... Uh... Wait, was he in... Uh, was it Beastmaster, or... What was he oh, in? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Hawk the Slayer! Hawk the Slayer! Oh, shit. Hawk the Slayer, yeah. Living in Long Island just said he saw Ega unrift. Oh, oh. Oh, I did too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, next up, we have Theo in Oregon, who, uh, you know, he likes science fiction, flying. Uh, damn. Uh, the Starfighters. There you go. Oh. A. A, a Cold War era uh, Air Force flick. It's basically Top Gun, but w not good. All right. All right. Uh, Tim Coramal. <laughs> uh, what, what would what would make him laugh like that? What would get what would get that laugh? Um, uh, you know. Mm. Uh, the, I right, mean, MSD3K. I, I mean, they're, the 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 riffing's gonna make him laugh. So think about one that's classic true. riffing. You know, classic, a classic. Um, Master Ninja One and Two, starring the late great Lee Van Cleef. Oh, there you go. And uh, finally, Trojan Rabbit. We got a medieval Paul, one for Paul's him. Memory. We got a medieval one. A medieval one. Um, or, or one with rabbits. Rabbits. Or or I don't Trojans. remember there being one <laughs> But, but there is a medieval one. The undead, made by the king of B movies. Roger whose Corman. Name I've just forget. Thank you, Roger Corman. You say king of B movies, I'm like Roger Corman. You know, so. Uh, nice. Nice. So, uh, and, and also, here's a special little treat. I think this is an outdated uh, bumper for Turn Up the Night. I don't. I think it probably has old information on it, but uh, this is the old Hawk the Slayer promo. This is a story of heroic deeds and the bitter struggle for the triumph of good over evil and of a wondrous sword wielded by a mighty hero when the legions of darkness stalk the land. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. No, it's totally legit. Well, I can use that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. What were you thinking? That's I great. don't know. I, I, it, it's, it's just long forgotten, I suppose. So that's not right. I'm putting that in right now. 
Why isn't it there? It should be there. So, uh, anyway, yeah, it's going to go back in. I think I took oh, it out maybe. Theo, no. huh? Theo apparently knows the Starfighters because he knows Bob Dornan was in that. Oh, nice. Okay. I think it was a. I think it was a senator from the nineties. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's interesting. So, uh, so yeah, and uh, also as promised, uh, today is living in Long Island's birthday. So uh, let's. Well, since I didn't know we were doing a show last night, but he deserves it. Um, let's uh, let's give him a deluxe birthday boner. Uh, right now, and um, he's probably had a few of those in the hospital. It happens. Something the body does. Thank you. Damn it, damn it. This is your birthday song. <laughs> Premature, thank you. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song, it doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my and it was so much fun last night. I'll just do it again. Penis, 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 penis. Don't say penis, 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 penis in this house. There you go. So, and that that was actually in reaction to Trojan Rabbit doing the PP Redux from way back in the day, which is kind of outdated now because it's like all my old co-hosts and everything. It did have some callers and stuff, but you know, I it would be one hell of a challenge to try and get that get one of those done from the time that's elapsed on that because I think that was like three years ago or something like that. Oh yeah, that's old. Well, why not? Let's go ahead and uh, try and find I th- that. I think that's got. My, I think that's got my Yoda impression on that. It could. It could. Let me see if I can find that. I forget what the hell it's called. <laughs> what? I got to see what this is. Over the next ninety minutes. I'd like to show you that all your problems can be solved by my penis. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Don't say penis in this house. A little, little rapey, too. Um, don't, don't make promises you can't keep, Kenny. I, yeah, that's, that's what Trump said. That's not me. That's, that's not what me. Ev- ev- yeah. That's what melan- melanoma said. God, I'm trying to remember what the heck that thing was. Uh, yeah, I don't, I can't find it. I, I know it, it, it has a specific name that Trojan Rabbit gave it, and I don't remember what it was. So, uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> he said it took him a long time, too. So, uh, I'm sure it did. A long time. A lo- long time. A very long time. <laughs> very long time. <laughs> uh, yeah. A very long time. Uh, but anyway. Uh yeah so uh any any other birthdays that anybody uh anybody noticed no no, no? all right so no more birthdays anyway uh anything Ever. anybody wants uh, anybody never all birthdays have been suspended uh you know by order of Trump. Levin had the last one. <laughs> 
Uh, so anyway, um, anything else anybody wants to mention before we go to the break? Or you just want to breathe heavily into your microphones? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I can tell you. We were talking about Star Trek and uh, trivia. I was talking about Bob before. Bob's uh, former publicist is a good friend of ours. Yeah. She's living in California. Her name's Leslie Rugg. And if that, if you're a real diehard Star Trek fan, you would recognize the name Rugg because on the original series, he was the special effects master. Jimmy Rugg. Okay. Was his, her father-in-law. Oh, very nice. And I've been trying for years to convince her, but she, he, he, anything that happened on that bridge, he was responsible. Uh, I don't know about the Gorn, but, but anything on the bridge. Uh, but. Yeah. That's pretty great. I have a great Gorn action figure, too. Uh, they just put one out. Um, but no, that's cool. Oh, I did find the thing. I found the the uh, the multi penis uh, thing from Trojan Rabbit. So here, here you go, everybody. And I just want to get the penis out of here. No, so your arrows. With what? Arrows. <laughs> arrows. God, arrows. God, God penis. damn it! Shout out to my penis. And uh -huh. as we know, the doctor has two hearts. That's yep. right. So it maybe means he has two penises too. And just for Moon Mare, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say penis. There's no room to hide a weapon in your bathing suit. Crap! There's hardly enough room to put it in your penis. I knocked it down with my penis. Is Caitlyn Jenner going to continue to keep her, you know, formerly manly bits? I didn't say penis. The and good he man. never said penis. You know, I just noticed that you know a lot of them candies are quite penis-like. That right there, candy was a kick in a penis. Well, well as long as they keep the guns in their pockets and blow their own junk off, yes. I'll be happy. Would that junk include something? A penis, yes. What, hey, Pete, what is weenie slang for? <laughs> penis. Some of the women were saying their men were coming home with no penis, so they were blaming it on the baker. <laughs> Just sure. say penis for fuck's sake. Just say. Oh, Devin, just, come on, Devin. You could at least thought, like giving me the chance to say it first. You know. Well, All right, let's let's you know let's what? rewind. I decided to beat somebody else out. Adam on the show. Wow. A, a drop that he plays a lot. To be a man, you must have honor. Honor in a penis. Ranting about Scott Walker. You know the Koch brothers' favorite penis puppet. You just need to say the word that people have been clamoring for in the chat room. Do you know what that yeah, word is? Yeah, you say penis. Just say it. Come on. Is it fist fucking? No, no. Oh, you, it's you, penis. You, penis. Oh and how we uh, Democrats aren't just limp penises anymore, you know? The Penis Club of America. One of the few males that suffer from penis envy. You have penis envy. Oh, it's a there's Joe. Penis. Penis. Keep them penises warm, <laughs> not too cold, because they're shrinking. Penis. The fact that he couldn't keep his penis in his pants, you know, is one thing. Can I say penis in this house one more time? Penis? Penis, dick liquor, fucking shit, cock eater, dick bag, dick slap. But there's one word I'm not going to say. That word is penis. Certainly not going to say penis again, that's for oh. sure. Fried penis on a stick. Penis looking food. Should I just say penis a half million times? So there it was, and uh, once again, uh, yeah, I, I dropped penis, out there. You missed some of them peckers. I I dropped out there for a minute he when picked, I was. He picked a pack of peckers, and I I came into a penis fest. Wow. Yeah. It, well, don't say it. Don't say penis in this house. All right, now that was a deluxe right, birthday. That was a deluxe birthday for for living right there. That has to be. Well, since Rob, uh, since Rob mentioned it, I got this. Since pe a lot of people may not have heard this one before, here's the honor and a penis drop. To be a man, you must have honor, honor and a penis. Don't say penis in this house. There you go. So, uh, very good. A lot of voices, a lot of, a lot of people. 
a lot of people who are no longer uh, listeners to the show, and unfortunately, at least one person has passed away. Jonathan Matthews was on that. Yeah. So that was that was yeah. I I teared up a little hearing his voice. Yeah. So um and uh uh no, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking you teared up when you heard him talking about flaccid wieners. So, uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm sure he, he would, he, he would appreciate that in some odd way. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, anyway, we got to go to the break. I hope everybody enjoyed that. Uh, when we come back, um, yeah, maybe some more recommendations or something, just anything, you know, talk about it and we'll get ready for Mad Libs too. So, uh, the, the return of Mad Libs because the world is full of madness. And it is March into Madness, so I can see, you know, Mad, Mad Libs coming in handy. Oh, and Joe, we got to talk about the bracket, and you got to share that with everybody in the in the chat room. So uh, we'll be right back, and guess what? I'm going to go ahead and play the Hawk the Slayer bumper now. Yeah! This is a story of heroic deeds and the bitter struggle for the triumph of good over evil and of a wondrous sword wielded by a mighty hero when the legions of darkness stalk the land. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night.
show starts in one minute. The show. What the hell? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Do not try to leave the building. This will all be over shortly. Hi. Yeah. So, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Uh, sorry, I made a snarky comment. I feel kind of bad about. It. I said, "Do you just want to breathe into your mics?" <laughs> I was like, "What the hell, Ken? That was kind of mean." Um, and, uh, <laughs> well, we and, were doing good. So <laughs> were quality breaths. I want you to know they, they were, they were, you know, breathing is a positive thing. Uh, but anyway, especially uh, in this day and age. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, but yeah, welcome back, uh, to the program, uh, the special Saturday quarantine broadcast. And, um, yeah, so uh, thank you to the Mic Check Radio crew for joining us tonight. Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida. I just said to Susan in the other room, I was like, we're making smoothies in the morning. And then she's like, I would like a smoothie. <laughs> so <laughs> so we're, we're stealing your advice for sure. Hey, it works. Yeah. And uh, Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida. I think he's probably a man who's no stranger to, to enjoying a smoothie here and there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice, refreshing on a hot, hot, hot day in Florida. Absolutely. And, uh, but no, probably without dairy. You definitely want to do it without dairy. Um, I, I'm not big a fan, big fan of the yogurt kind of smoothies. Um, although actually, I probably would be, but as the older I get, dairy I just can't do. So, not in mass quantities. Cheese is about it. And. Uh, Adam Hebert, uh, Mike Check Radio, uh, also uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, the state named after my great my cat. Um, so, <laughs> and I gotta say, listening to that to that um, multi pee drop, you know, super, yeah. Come on, you. I mean, do you, did you real? Did you hear just how different you sound from in in that clip? Um, I, I, the audio quality is, uh, is better now. I, I but yeah, you oh, know, I, I, 
you know, but different. My voice has changed. Has it gotten deeper? Or it just sounds like you sound like you sound. You just sound like more grizzled. Like you know. Oh, I'm more grizzled. Said, that was before Trump was in. That was, that, was, that was before Trump was in the White House. So yeah, I'm definitely more grizzled. Um, and uh, and thank you, Trojan I'm Rabbit. Like, that I was don't... that was a masterpiece. Or a master penis. You don't say penis in this house. And you know, living is just living, loving. In Long Island. <laughs> Living in Deep 13. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, breathing into his mic. <laughs> At least I'm still breathing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, welcome back, everybody. And thank you to our chatters out there uh, for, for sticking around. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, and, uh, my apologies because I, I believe we preempted, uh, the lunatic parade tonight for this. So, uh, or it was, we br- it was a repeat. Oh, okay. So, um, I was but, listening last night. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, but yeah. Um, and, uh, but I'm sure they're going to have more time to make some now. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah. And thank you, Kurt, for hanging out. Uh, uh, Kenny singing "Time to Change." Uh, that, uh, you're saying my voice has changed. Uh, th- that Time much. to change. <laughs> they finally dropped. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. And uh, yeah, so uh, you know, we've got. Um, I'm gonna give a recommend. I'm gonna. I don't know if anybody can find this. If you can find this online, but I'm gonna give you a, a, a bad movie recommendation right now. Um, I don't think it's ever been a rift, but it's from 1962, uh, I believe, or 61. I'm. It's a little conflicted on the on the notes on this, but this was put out by um, cult video company Something Weird Video. Um, it's Neutron. The Atomic Superman versus the Maniac, and it's basically kind of like, like a yeah, they never riffed it. Sant, it's kind of like Santo. Uh, he, he's a you know a lucha libre uh, wrestler. Yeah, I know, I know El Santo. Yeah, the but Silver the, Mask. He Samson. He was called Samson in, in America. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, but Neutron. Uh, this one, this movie is so fucking crazy. It's awesome. I should see if it's on. Um, on YouTube and play it, but it is it is a thing of wonder. Um, it, you know, it's it's black and white, but it's it, you know it, it's it's bad. I'm not gonna lie, but it's great. Um, versus versus the maniac, yeah. Uh, but let me see if it's on YouTube. But I lo- I mean seriously, you know, it's it's like. Yeah, it gets it, two stars on IMDb. <laughs> wow, two? So I'm shocked. That's yeah. a lot. Uh, oh, wait. Movie. Oh, here it is. Uh, Internet Archive. There you go. Monster Penis Theater presents. So, <laughs> uh, so there Monster you go. Penis Theater? There you go. There's a free... Stop it. Jesus. How many times do I have to play that clip tonight? You know the rule. Don't say penis in this house! All right. Uh, you would think after you know ten years, I would know the rule, but <laughs> I'm a think, slow learner. You'd think. 
So, um, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So, welcome back. Um, uh, so, what about uh, what about you, Michelle? Have you been occupying your time with any uh, uh, classic horror over on Amazon or anything? Yeah, I have a little bit. I was watching some old Elvira stuff from the movie Macabre days. Ooh. She has a whole bunch of her stuff on um, Shout Factory, which I've been watching between that and MST3K and Riff Tracks. Really? And cinematic Titanic. Yeah. Let me see any, Shout Factory. Anyone specific? Any any movies specific? Um, yeah, I had fun watching the really, really horrible, the worst Dracula movie that Christopher Lee ever did, The Satanic okay. Rites of Dracula. Oh, I love oh, yes. that also one. Also known as The Satanic Wrongs of Dracula. Yeah, it is horrible. <laughs> it is absolutely horrible, but, you know... It's 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 fun to watch if you know if if you're if you're in that sort of a mood. Very nice. Um, and, Plus, you have uh, Elvira, you know, constantly popping in every now and then, so it's fun. Oh yeah. Oh, now there's a movie that I just discovered that I put on my playlist tonight, Michelle. It's from 1986, and it's a it's a movie called Neon Maniacs. <laughs> And that it's sounds a, familiar. It's about like these, I guess it's about these twelve like villainous creatures who all live in the Golden Gate Bridge until kill teenagers and cops or something. <laughs> um, oh my! Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Oh my. I think I'm gonna have to pull up the trailer for that uh, and play it for you guys because it's a pretty awesome trailer and there's some some good good bad uh, pop music in it too. And I, I keep. I keep opening my browser while I'm doing this, so I hope that doesn't interfere with the quality of uh, my recording or anything. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, from from 1986, I, I don't think there's a single actor in this that uh, <laughs> that anybody would ever have heard of. But yeah, I want to uh, play the the trailer for this uh, real quick. And uh, okay, I just searched for it, and you're not okay jerks um yeah here's the original trailer for neon maniacs 1986 looks like a classic uh and here we go there it is you're telling me that these things are inside the golden gate bridge one two that they only come out at night that they're responsible for the death of 15 or more kids and three of my police officers. <laughs> Let me ruin your evening. <laughs> the stranger said to me, Oh, well, your new lover, my old there you lover. Come on, Sue, it's quiet. They think they're going to live forever. <laughs> But they're in for a terrible surprise. Now, there are 12 new reasons to be afraid of the dark. They're after me. And every one of them is a killer. Introducing, in diabolical order, Axe, Hangman, Doc, Biker, Slash, 
soldier. These are the Neon Maniacs. They live so others may die. Neon a, Maniacs. A Bedford Entertainment release. <laughs> um, okay, so Neon Maniacs. I, I, okay, th- basically it's kind of like 80s horror village people, kind of. <laughs> it's like, you know, biker, soldier. I kind of think <laughs> yeah. it was 80s based on the, me- on the background music. I was like, that is dangerously 80s. Oh, it, it, it it's 1986, yeah. So, uh, but I so want to see this movie now. It looks so bad. and You know, the, but the, the creatures in it actually look pretty cool, Michelle. Um, you know, the, the makeup the effects are, are pretty pretty nice. Uh, some of them, they look kind yeah, of Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so I I've never heard of it. I lo- I was like Neon Maniacs. I got to find a trailer for this, and I went on to Amazon, and they didn't have the trailer for it. So I bounced over to YouTube. That's what I always do if they don't have it there. I'm like, go to YouTube, find the trailer, see what it looks like, and there we go. So yeah, Joe, there's a couple movie recommendations: Neon Maniacs I and Neutron versus the Maniac, both with Maniacs and Maniac in the title. Both with me. That's that's right up my. That's in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Maniac. It's a lot of maniacs. So <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, let's see. Oh, let's see what the IMDb uh, or or the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Neon Maniacs, Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see what the review is. Uh, I don't even think it has a review. Uh, it has a thirty-four percent score. That high? Wow. Yeah. So, but uh, no consensus yet. So, um, <laughs> after after almost thirty years, no consensus. After thirty four years. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so anyway, there you go. There's a couple of recommendations from me. Um, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, you know, I just, I, I seriously, I just love bad movies. It's it's so fun. Um, and uh, we had an idea that we're going to do on Mike Check Radio that I'm very excited about. Uh, it's probably going to be a f- you know, few weeks away. But we're going to do, we're all going to pick and review video game movies. Uh, on and yes. do like a big special. I'm I'm excited about it because Hurt me good. I'll tease the movie I've picked for it is Doom because that's the game I probably know better than any other game that's been turned into a movie. Uh, oh man, I could torture myself and do Doom and Rampage because I know Rampage really well. Um, well, and they both start. They both star the Rock. Oh wow, they do! Yeah, so wow, Dwayne Johnson's got quite the uh, the video game. I wonder what other video game movies he's been in. Um, and uh, I probably, if I was forced to, because I have seen it before, I could probably watch. Uh, I could probably do House of the Dead, even though I've never played the game. But apparently, it's nothing like the game, so it doesn't matter. No, um, but I think actually, did he actually use game Uwe Boll? Or however you say his name, didn't he actually use gameplay elements for some of the film? Like that's how low rent it was. I I, I try not to think of a wibble. Yeah. To be so. Honest. 
Anyway, so so that that's the guy fun. the guy the guy makes the guy makes Ed you know look I respect Ed Wood I can't stand Away Ball mm-hmm. so yes yeah yeah so uh, but anyway um, uh, Miles what about you you want to you want to throw out a recommendation there for something for somebody to watch during uh, the the Great American Shutdown or not so Great American Shutdown. Um, so movies that I would or t- like, or TV to, show. I mean, like, oh, oh, either either one. Difference. But for um, uh, some classic movies that would be enjoyable. Um, I I'll recommend like some classics. Um, Life Force. Oh yeah, I like that one. Susan likes that uh, one too. Yeah, that 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 one I liked. Um. There's a comedy that I I enjoyed. Michelle won't watch it, but oh god, <laughs> what? Okay, it's called The Hard Way, and it stars um, James Woods, who's you know right wing douche right now, but yeah, but he he was good in the movie, and uh, Michael J. Fox, who uh, kind of spoofs himself as a Hollywood dweeb, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a cop story about it, and and, and uh, the, uh, an actor that wants to learn how to be a cop or how to properly act. Yeah, a, a tough good guy cop. So yeah, yeah, I found it very very funny. You know, another good Michael J. Fox movie. It's it's not it's not too much of a comedy. It's a little bit of a drama, but just a weird movie in, in the sense that it stars Michael J. Fox and Joan Jett, Light of Day. Do you guys remember that movie? No. Um. Th- yeah, they actually there was a big uh, the the movie had a big hit called Light of Day from it, and I think Michael J. Fox actually sang on it a little bit. Um, but yeah, Light of Day, Michael J. Fox and Joan Jett, I think, play brother and sister, and like he's trying to make it and she makes it or something like that. And music been I, I it's been so long since I've seen it, but it was a great movie. I remember that was. Probably eighty six, eighty seven when it came out. Um, I'm thinking it came out after the first Back to the Future. Um, but yeah, Light of Adam, you would love that movie. I mean, you like Joan Jett and Michael J. Fox, perfect. Yeah, I never so. knew. I didn't. I never knew Joan Jett. What you know had uh, ventured into acting. Yeah, she didn't do a lot, but she definitely you know had a decent part in that. Uh, we got some recommendations from the chat room too. I want to mention uh, Saturn Three. Oh, what a great movie from Destroyer Kurt. Oh. That stars was it um, Kirk Douglas, uh, right? Kirk Douglas and Farrah Fawcett, right? And uh, it has a really creepy robot in it. And oh, oh, who was the who else was it? Who played the mad scientist in that? There's only like three actors in the whole movie. Yeah, I know. I know. But, uh, oh man, I don't remember who it was. Uh, and also, Theo said that he knew Mike, the owner, from Something Weird video um, from uh, old conventions in Seattle. So, uh, Fair Fawcett, um, I'm looking. Uh, Fair Fawcett, Kirk Douglas. Oh, Harvey Keitel! Harvey Keitel. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I forgot that. I absolutely adore Harvey Keitel. Um, and uh, 
Wait, what was filmed in Cleveland? Cat, she said filmed in Cleveland. Was it Saturn Three? Or oh no no oh Light of Day. I think yeah that's right. Um, and then uh, I'm looking to see. Uh, Santa was in Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Cat says, <laughs> didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> uh but yeah yeah so yeah thank you kurt harvey Keitel. um but yeah uh yeah saturn 3 is great movie i own that on dvd uh i actually have a good version of it on dvd when they used to put bonus shit on dvds the things i was complaining about now you know i have some dvd i have some great dvds with so much stuff i mean just for example the spinal tap dvd the first dvd that came out of that has all of the outtakes, which is like, I think longer than the actual cut of the film. You actually get like a second version of the film with the outtakes because they just run them all together. Plus, it has the commercials they did, isolated music videos, commentaries, you know, just everything. It has so much stuff. And, you know, another great movie, the original uh, DVD release, Phantasm. Michelle, I know, I think you're a fan of Phantasm. Yes. Yes. That yes, original yes, DVD. Yeah, I mean me too. That original DVD has so much stuff packed on it. I mean, they don't put out Blu-rays with that much stuff on it anymore. I mean, you know, and then another thing from something uh something weird video, I have uh the Monsters Crash the Pajama Party. <laughs> and it has so much stuff on it. It has like um, it has radio spots for like drive-in theaters from, that's where a lot of my stuff for Halloween came from. If you hear something that came from like a drive-in theater or a radio spot for something like, you know, monsters jump out of the screen, you know, <laughs> uh, we guarantee, you know, the family of anybody who comes to this movie and dies a thousand dollars in a free burial, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever they used to Oh, do. that you think. You're thinking of the Screaming Skull. The Screaming Skull promised a free coffin and burial services yeah. when you died of fright while watching the film. Yeah, yeah. There, but well, that's the thing. This DVD has all these different theater promos and a bunch of other. They, they used similar gimmicks for a lot of a lot of those movies back in the day. You know, uh, the ghost of you know, the ghost of Cleopatra <laughs> will rise from the, into the audience. Oh, you know, I guess I should tell crazy you castle did. production stuff. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get my free coffin and burial services. Damn it! I know, right? What a ripoff! So, uh, oh, and um, Killer Clown. Oh, uh, Francie says she likes. Uh, she said Attack of the Killer Clowns. I think she might be referring to Killer Clowns from Outer Space, with the epic theme song done by the Dickies. <laughs> love that oh every yeah everything about it's awesome but uh anyway look at what we've done we've we've gone we've gone crazy talking about these things joe like let's acidic cotton candy what's that the acidic cotton candy yeah. <laughs> yeah like yeah the cotton candy they used to ball people up and actually ate into their flesh it was yes yeah really creepy yeah. Uh, yeah, great movie. Absolute classic. Um, I love that when it came out. That was so 80s, so 80s, and it was so perfect. Um, and honestly, that neon, um, neon maniacs kind of looks like they were trying to edge towards something like that, but not as funny. But I, I bet it probably has a, quite a few laughs in, in it. Um, 
But uh, but anyway, Joe, uh, you want to you want to give a quick uh, recommendation, real quick, uh, before we uh, of a of a creepy movie or just a fun movie, whatever, comedy, whatever you want. Flash Gordon. Oh yeah, the eight nineteen eighty one. Yes. You know, it was Great funny. <laughs> uh, what, what was funny was when the contractors were putting the siding on the other day, at points, they would hit the rhythm of Flash. Uh, it, it, they'd be pounding nails, and I'd be like... It, it, You'd be hearing... They'd be like... You've officially got too much time on your hands, Kenny. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> And then, and then, you know, so I, I, I'd like when it get to the point, they bump, 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 bump. I'd just be like, flash, flash, <laughs> bring, uh, bring me his baldy. <laughs> well, no, no, hold on, Kenny, one second, Joe, because uh, Joe, Joe wasn't listening last night because we we talked about Flash Gordon last week and we mentioned the passing of Max von Sydow and the reason why that particular Max von Sydow movie ha- has a near and dear place to my heart is it was released on December 5th 1980 which okay. is also the day uh someone near and dear to you right now was released from very cramped quarters that'd be Adam Oh, yeah, Adam! That, that's that's oh, my birthday. birthday. Your birthday. I'm sorry. I was born Adam. the. I was born the day Flash Gordon came out. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Well, oh my yeah. Oh my god! Oh my, <laughs> I I didn't know because when I went to see it, I never thought you were there. <laughs> well, I I I, I was I was. Thanks, Obama. Of, Born. Yeah, Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Adam could have been right. I, you could have come with me, Adam. I would have taken. Oh God, that's just <laughs> all of that. No, um, little so. Adam. Little Adam. <laughs> yeah, Adam. Little Adam, Adam baby Gordon. Adam, kidnapped two, two from a hospital. What Uncle? What Uncle Joe? Kidnapped by a strange man from Scranton. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen this man? <laughs> so, uh, oh, that would fuck him up, would it? Oh, you'd be all fucked up. <laughs> he, he would have been the it would have been the uh, one of the first milk carton babies. Um, he would. So, <laughs> have you seen? He would, but he would at least he would have seen Flash Gordon in the theater. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, starring Timothy Dalton and uh, yes, and, uh, and oh Max God, John Rice Davies wasn't it? Wasn't he? No, uh, no, 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 uh, no. Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Brian Blessed. Brian Blessed. Yeah. Big, big <laughs> who is? Who is? Who is basically the beta? Uh, you know the 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 fur. You know, John Rhys Davies came after Brian Blessed. I used to say Brian Blessed. Say yeah. He's, he's He's a knockoff of John Reese Davies, but boy, did I get that wrong. Brian Blessed was also in season one of uh, Rowan um, Atkinson's Black Adder series. Um, <laughs> he played Black Adder's dad, and he's like, Who are you again? He's like, I'm your son. <laughs> I and love Topol that. Topol was in that. Uh, who's that? Topol. Who played. Uh, the doctor. Yeah. Oh. Fiddler on the Roof fame. He played the oh, father okay. in Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, nice. And he played so. the villain. Um, well, not really the villain. Kind of like the 
the the anti-hero in um for your eyes only oh he played only the for guy you. that helped out uh james bond very cool so all right well i'll tell you what um we gotta go to break uh but i figure since we're talking about sci-fi movies so much well we might as well listen to planetarium by bobber <laughs> he probably would make fun of me for that segue so but we'll try it <laughs> uh but anyway let's go ahead and run to the break we'll be right back and we're going to get into some mad libs so stay tuned i'll be asking for nouns and adjectives from the chat room soon um eh, but yeah we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Port St. Lucie, twice. And, of course, thank you, Clarksville. Welcome back to the program. And, of course, I have uh, started soliciting uh, my needs for nouns in the chat room, everyone. But in the interim, um, I think I want to call this not Mad Libs tonight, but Lewd and Lascivious Libs. So let's get Lewd and Lascivious tonight, guys. And don't worry, Livin, I got your first noun taken care of. So, uh, <laughs> uh, that's like getting, that's like getting the E in, uh, you know, in hand. Yeah. Like, you know, you buy a vowel, it's the E, you know, or, you know, T R S L N or whatever. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, here we go. It's been a while. I got to dust it off here. Hold on a second. Let me, uh, I got a lot, a lot of 
a lot of dust on this jingle. There we go. I'm tired of hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad, Lib. So here we go. Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Oh, oh, I'm going to try and do a double duty here uh, with this. Ew. And uh, yeah. So as I'm writing things down from the chat room, I'm going to be asking you guys the things I'm not giving them. So uh, let's go alphabetically. And Adam, I need the last name of a conservative. Last name. Yeah. Coulter. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, only I know the, the name of this puzzle. Uh, Joe, a type mm. of liquid. Santorum. Ah, of course. <laughs> uh, and let's see. Um, writing something else down from the chat. Okay, um, and Michelle, how about a verb? A verb. Mm-hmm. Screw. All right, and Miles, <laughs> lucky, part of the body, plural. Don't disappoint us, Lagan. Scrotums. Scrotes. All right. <laughs> Totes for the scrotes. He does not disappoint. He does not disappoint. No, not at all. Um, I'm flashing back to the Tanuki myth information now. All right. Uh, Adam, this is right up your alley. This is right up your alley. From uh, yeah. you, you could you could lean into your box uh, for, for something for this. An exclamation. An exclamation. Uh, all right. Let's do... Uh, it's over 9,000! <laughs> because uh, you actually do have a lot of exclamations in your body. You've got Great Scott! You've got It's Over 9,000. You've got Inconceivable! Uh, you know. And of, uh, and? of course! Of course, yeah. There you go. All right. So we're... Oh, that one. That one's done. That's good. But come on, chatters. I need some more nouns. Give me some more nouns um, in the chat room. I'm going to have these guys fill in the, the blanks around it. Uh, but then again, if, if you fail me, if you fail me, chat, I'll give the nouns to these guys. All right. Um, I got a list of 12 of them. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just give you some nouns then, uh, Miles. Uh, so, uh, oh, my idiot on his Malibu Barbie, uh, my idiot neighbor uh, criminal is out on his pink Malibu Barbie uh uh, motorcycle right now revving the engine. Shouldn't uh, he be in jail? Uh, the judge let him off. So no. Yep, let him off. So anyway, uh, okay. So Adam. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, alphabetical Joe. I need a place. Billings, Montana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, again, I know the title of this, so it's funny. Um, all right. And putting something in from the chat. Dildos is good. Thank you, Foxfire. Fox, <laughs> Foxfire is on fire. 
for lewd and lascivious libs tonight. Uh, Michelle, um, how about a foreign country? A foreign country? Yeah. Um, Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan. Watch out for cobras. All right. And is that close to Glenn? Becky, 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 Stan, Stan. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Miles, okay, since you have so many nouns, go ahead and give me one of your nouns. Crotchless later, Hosen. What the hell? (laughs) Miles might just get the rest of the nouns here. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Wouldn't crotchless later, Hosen, just be chaps? No, because chaps are full length. Leader hose and come down to the knee. So, come on, that's a fun, sexy time. What a fun, sexy time for you. Uh, oh, the chat room's coming in. Chat room's coming in. Uh, so, uh, all right, back to you, Adam. I need an adjective. Adjective. And you want it lewd and or lucidious. Oh, yeah, or both. Why not both? Uh, I'm trying to think of, of a lewd and lascivious adjective. How about lewd and lascivious? Lucidity <laughs> L- lewds. No, I'm trying to combine the two. We'll lewds. Lewd. lewds lewd. L- okay, so we'll go with lewd. All right. Um, Joe... Uh, a male conservative. Oh, no. um. <laughs> uh, Eric Cantor. Uh, oh, oh Eric, Can- you've got Eric, you've got Eric Cantor on the brain of late. I do, I, so. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's an old, that's an old chestnut. He's yeah. a, he's a slap I never got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you know. f- why did Destroyer Curse said fuck, fuck fire? Did I say accidentally say fuck fire, not fox fire? <laughs> no, uh, I don't think so. Uh, but she put on the, the sunglasses and said that was cool. Um, so, eh, but okay, so um, Michelle, um, we'll give you a noun because I you're, you're good at you're good at producing nouns. All right. Um, a noun. Peekaboo bra. <laughs> the, the fuck? Uh, well, that Is would that go probably. <laughs> you have access to Google, Adam. I don't yeah. know if I want to know. Yes, you do. What? Why? I gotta say, peekaboo bras are awesome. Um, so, and that would go very well with the Crunchels leader, Ozen. <laughs> Um, and, uh, all right. So let me see. So to miles, uh, I only have one more noun for you. So make it good. Um, I've got two that I'm kind of, I'm going to go with a cock ring. (laughs) Oh, cock. Come on down to cock ring warehouse. Um, oh, are we gonna get that clip, please, please, please? Um, so not, uh, not used cock ring warehouse. 
No. Where, e. Uh, no. Yeah, the the motto. Uh, yeah, the motto for Cockring Warehouse is. Any cock will do. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Mr. Show sketch. Uh, by the way, Cockring Warehouse. You should go. Uh, they, and they collect your used cock rings for the needy as well. They're not used; they're repurposed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, no, it's a great Mister Show sketch. And there's a there's a the scene Bob Odenkirk is donating his old cock rings, and they're like, you know, the 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 guy dressed in a rooster costume, I think, is collecting them. And Bob Odenkirk's like, mm, okay, yeah, you can have that one, that one. Yeah, all right, just take them all. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. So anyway, uh, back to it. Uh, who did I leave off with? Michelle gave me the peekaboo bra, so it goes back to Adam. Uh, I don't know if it's my size, but thank you, Michelle. Um, Adam, a male conservative. Hmm. Male conservative. Uh, let's go with the dumbest man in existence ever, Louis Gohmert. Oh. Uh, a judge. Okay. Um, and Joe, I need another male celebrity. Can't use Eric Cantor again. Or a male, male, male conservative. Male, male conservative. Oh. Male conservative. How about uh, Stuart Varney? All right. <laughs> Varney. Uh, Varney. And Michelle, a verb ending in ING. Um, pissing. Wow. This is going to get really? ugly. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, sorry, I just read it in context. Um, and Miles, another male uh, conservative. Gorka. Sebastian Gorka. Greetings. Sebastian Gorka. Lil Sebastian. Gorky the pig. Last one, Adam, goes to you. Female conservative. Female conservative. Um, Michelle Mulkin. I hate her. Oh, she's awful. So be as lewd as... As do I. Because she makes my name sound bad. That is true. Oh, Michelle, your name your name can never sound bad. Okay, so we're going to do the, the, the one we just finished first, because I think the, other, the, the second one might be a little more gut-busting. We have two Mad Libs here from... This is the book Francie gave me. Best of Mad Libs. 50 years of Mad Libs. Over 125 classic Mad Libs stories inside. And we have just defiled two of them. This is called A Typical History Test. (laughs) Instructions. When the pervert rings, unfold your papers and answer the following dildos. (laughs) one what general won the battle of Billings Montana (laughs) light bright the answer would be General Eric Cantor so uh, did you know that Joe (laughs) no yeah 
Uh, all right. Two, which American crotchless leader Hosen said, <laughs> give me liberty or give me donuts? Mm. Rush Limbaugh. Eric uh, Cantor. Uh, no, no. Uh, the answer is Louis Gomer when he was executed by Stuart Varney for pissing. He deserved it. Uh, Okay. Um, And three, who was the first president of the United Hammer Drills of Turkmenistan? (laughs) (laughs) Gorba Guli? That would be Sebastian Gorka. <laughs> the first president of the United Hammer Drills of Turkmenistan. I think that is his actual title, everyone. Uh, <laughs> the United Hammer Drills of Turkmenistan. <laughs> That'd be a great got, show title. I think that's it. it. I think that's it. Yeah. We're gonna have airtime. Um Oh, well here here this is a great history question right here. Why did Benjamin Franklin fly, fly a peekaboo bra during a thunderstorm? Why not? <laughs> he was discovering cock rings. That does logically follow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe I should have read this one second. All right. Um, who made the first lewd flag? Michelle Malkin. There you go. All right. Yeah. So, it. So I like this. Before huh? guys, Michelle Michelle Malkin is going to make some unlucky man's life unbearably long. She's never getting married. She just likes all because she's such a good Christian. She always likes to tell Jews they're not perfected, they're not Christians, but she's going to keep having. Wasn't that uh, Aunt Coulter? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I just want to make sure I'm getting my right-wing assholes. It it was. It was. I'm sorry. I did mix it up because I I, I flipped to the other one, and Ann Coulter is a subject of the next one. So that's why, you know. That's that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, here we go for for the next one. This is is good. Car of the year. I'm going to try and read this like I'm, you know, I'm a pitch man for this new car. It's here, the all-new Coulter, the most luxurious penis you'll ever drive. Don't say penis, penis. Oh, damn, I put it in. Don't say penis in this house. Yeah. Um, it's, the on- ring. it's the only four-door dirty sock that comes equipped with dual-air kitty litter, power carcasses, and <laughs> contoured leather coffee. And, believe it or not, it's the only car in its class that can go up to 100,000 mushrooms without needing a Santorum change or a Martian tune-up. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, you should have your Santorum changed a lot. Run! Run! Do not screw to your nearest Coulter dealer. And feast your scrotums on the car that motor butt plug... (laughs) That motor butt plug magazine calls the shitty gonorrhea of the year. <laughs> motor butt plug. 
What the what fuck? As always, we nice. save the best for last. When you see the sticker price, you'll be sure to shout, It's over 9,000! <laughs> so... <laughs> 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 okay, I saved the best one for last. Then there we I go. Hope, I hope Adam, Adam has a respirator. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to, to regulate. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. No, no, leave that mic open. That's good. Uh, yeah. So there you go. What do you, What do you think? Uh, car of the year, the Coulter. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with the butt plug magazine. <laughs> but, <yeah>, motor. <laughs> Sounds motor accurate. butt plug motor, motor butt, butt plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah don't walk screw to your nearest dealer yeah that's well, a way to get uh, there yeah yeah so but still i think the title of the show should be united the united hammer drills of turkmenistan so um or i don't know car of the year might might <laughs> intrigue people <laughs> Uh, plugs magazine yeah yeah uh anyway all right there we go um yeah so uh <laughs> we we are we are done we did it three hours on a saturday just for fun and uh yeah so we should we should just do parting shots right now but uh um adam before i forget and you know you if you want you can do your whole parting shot right now or i'll come back to you um you're doing uh midnight sun tonight I've already told people we might yes. be suspending the license, but I don't know. I still got to look into the billing date. I think I just paid it, so we have some time. So you know, well, and, and, and I we'll can see. try and see. You know, if 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 well, you we'll just, talk about I, the details. We'll I talk about we'll talk about the details uh, offline. We'll figure it out. I'm just saying mm -hmm. it's a possibility. I'm saying it's a possibility. Right. We'll we'll see what happens. But for right now, we're business as usual right here. I just need more information from my fucking company to let me know what my job status is going to be. Um, so, you know, uh, but I tried not to dwell on that because it pisses me off. But, um, but anywho, uh, yeah. So Adam, what, what, uh, tell everybody, remind people about midnight sun. Cause it's just coming up. You're well, probably, yeah. In less than yeah, an hour. Uh, well, tonight, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I still all that laughing. <laughs> uh, uh, tonight I'm doing my annual salute to Nobu Uematsu, who is the composer for the first ten Final Fantasy games. He is my favorite Japanese composer, and he turned 61 yesterday. Um, so happy birthday, Uematsu-san! I've met him; he's delightful. And I remember when Carrie was telling me, my sister Carrie was telling me about meeting him. She was like, he was so funny. He came out holding a beer. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's a classic Japanese business guy, <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> um, but, but no, uh, so we're going to be playing stuff from him. I've got, you know, like piano covers. I've got uh, hard rock covers. I've got orchestra covers. So, I mean, I, I can bend the rules, not break them. Um, yeah. As for it, if, <clears throat> If it looks like we will be suspending the music license, I intend to do a finale, just so if it do, if we don't get the music license back, I end the show on my terms. Because last time, it just happened. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. all of a yeah. sudden we don't have a music license. So yeah, it was nobody's uh, terms. Like, nobody's terms, exactly. Yeah, this is my. So if if you know this way, I get I give the final show I want. If I don't get the, you know, I'm not saying it, I won't do it again. If if things change, I'm just saying I'm at least gonna have one show. You know, a, a a goodbye show under my terms. Well, and of course, Kenny, you're you're invited to help too. But I'm just saying. Sure. Well, I'll probably if that's the case, I'm probably going <laughs> to go out in style and do a final. Even though I haven't done the night show in a long time, I'll probably do a a, a gods and monsters slash night show tribute to all the music that I really really love, and uh, you know. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. We'll make a special event out of that. But you know what? If, if this ends up happening, there is so much good stuff from old time radio that we can play legally, and we actually had more listeners with old time radio, which is just kind of stunning. I never understood that, but I think because not a lot of places play it. I mean, there's just like a handful. There's yeah. I mean, there's probably like a good maybe 30 or 40 stations out there that play old time radio on tune in. Um, but you know, a lot of them don't, they, they, they don't do the mix that we do. They're all like one genre or another, but we were kind of doing it across the board. So people would stumble upon it. They'd be looking for suspense. They'd be looking for lights out. They'd be looking for, um, you know, X minus one or Fibber McGee and Molly or, uh, the Great Gildersleeve or whatever, and, and they'd find that. They'd find the comedy, the horror, the sci-fi, and, um, you know, uh, it's, uh, you know, and, and we can be more proactive with the programming, too. We can all, you, me, Paul, and anybody else, uh, Joe, you know, uh, Johnny Dollar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we can curate this stuff ourselves and all all put a hand into it because a lot of these networks out there that run old time radio it's just one guy picking stuff if it's multiple people doing it and knowing that we're getting quality stuff then that's even better you know so because uh, sadly that's what it is is like there are people out there who have radio networks and they they've never talked to anybody else about running something with them because we're all lucky enough to uh, know each other in no old time radio and Theo too, you know, Theo helped us out a lot with the space patrol stuff, which was awesome. So, um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, anything else, Adam, uh, and you know, what's going on for your show tomorrow for Mike check radio. Uh, I haven't started editing my audio yet. Miles has some stuff he wants to talk about, which is fine. Um, and, and I, I would like to ask people, Please stop sharing those articles accusing Diane Feinstein of breaking the stock act. Yeah, she, she her did stuff not. Is in a blind trust. Her stuff is a blind trust. She has no control. Ergo, it is not possible for her to have violated that law. Now you can say stuff about her husband. There might be some questions there, but this is this is the liberal tendency to form a circular firing squad when you know mm. when something like this breaks. Yeah, yeah, and you got you got to see what angle those uh, some of those quote unquote liberals are coming from too. Um, when you're sharing a Trump fan page article about it, you should know you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so it's just reactionary. It's like some of our guys got caught, so we got to try and draw, a, you know, a, a zigzag line to some liberal that we we hate, you know. So, <clears throat> but 
But uh, all right. So uh, next up, uh, Michelle, what do you have on the way out of the program? Um, not much. Just everybody, you know, uh, try to find stuff to keep you occupied during this time. Um, I will be on the show tomorrow night, but I will not be able to listen probably Tuesday night. And I'm not sure about Friday night, but I will don't definitely even not worry. be on the show next Sunday. So don't don't even worry. And I'll be st- I'll be doing all three hours uh, tomorrow on Mike Check Radio, unless something changes. But uh, I'll be doing all three hours tomorrow, or maybe Susan will come on for a part. And I'll uh, and I'll like maybe Susan will come on for the first half, or vice versa, whatever. Uh, we'll discuss that, and also when you're off, we'll we'll be helping out. Right, um, we don't know how long the recovery is going to be, so I absolutely. Just know. I'll, I'll still be around, hopefully, yeah. but just you know, if I'm missing, that's why. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, you're going to need a little bit of time to heal up, but you'll be fine. Um, and uh, and you take all the time in the world you need for you. And Miles, do like Miles does. If you can take time off to help somebody, a loved one, or anybody else, uh, take a little bit of time off uh, to 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 help in. Or help out during this um, all this madness. So, Miles, what's your parting shot? Uh, well, everybody, be safe. Practice good hygiene. You know, to use various body parts that you don't usually use to open doors and what have you. <laughs> uh, well, wait a minute. Keep it. Don't, keep it don't clean. Open like that. So uh, replace all you your know. doorknobs with corn cobs. <laughs> Th- there you go. And open um, with your ass. Yeah. Knobs <laughs> <laughs> and cobs. I mean, today I was com. leaving a, a convenience store and there was a guy and he was coming in and I mean he saw me, but he didn't wait. He had to reach he reached out for the door handle and pull it open when he could have just waited for me to just prop an elbow into the glass and push yeah. the door open for him and he wouldn't have had to touch anything. Yes, you know, exactly. So a little planning ahead. If you see somebody heading for a door and you can take advantage of not having to touch stuff or be around, you know, do it. Yeah. Use your elbow, your hip, your, your foot, your knee, whatever, you know, um, for uh, that's smart. Uh, uh, thank you for bringing that up, Miles. Cause that's something I've done forever. Any chance I can open a door without touching a handle. Um, I do it, you know, even, even before all this touch the handle. I look at it and I think, where you know, I, I just randomly like I'll touch like I'll use one finger and yeah. just touch like the very bottom of the handle. Yeah, you know, like, like the I'll, general pull handles. You yeah, know, I'll like, use a pinky. I'll use a pinky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll use the. I'll, I'll just pull on the bottom of the handle where most people don't grab it. Most people mm-hmm. grab it in the center or the top. Exactly. The bottom and tug it up for the door to open, and once it starts to open, then you stick a foot at the end of the jam and. And, and don't way. forget, after you dry your hands at a, uh, after coming out of a public restroom, keep that paper towel in your hand until you open the door, and then you know, yep, you know, find a wastebasket and throw it out after you've done that. Always uh, use my the, the paper towel to open the door handle and then yeah. toss it right in the garbage as I leave. Yeah, I'll actually uh, dry my hands with one, then tear off another and wrap that the the one I dried my hands off, and then use them both. Um, you know, I've done that for years. Uh, and, and again, a lot of times, you know, you can open that door with your foot too. So, um, uh, on the way in or the way out, however it works, but yeah, good advice. All right. Joe Santorsa, thank you so much, my friend, uh, for, for, uh, joining us and, uh, sorry, we went into overtime here, but 
Uh, yeah, thanks for uh, for coming on for this Saturday quarantine special. It was very fun. Yeah, what the hell? I'm quarantined. Yeah, exactly. What the hell else am I going to do? Um, go to a bar or a restaurant? No. Nope. I wouldn't even be going to a bar or a restaurant if, <laughs> if I wasn't quarantined. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> that also <laughs> is true. <laughs> I've lost nothing in this whole fiasco. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so. yeah, you know, for anybody has Apple TV. Yes. And you're able to watch the morning show. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and uh, and Steve Carell. You won't be sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. I got I got to do that. I got to find that. So uh, I'll- Apple TV is free. Uh, I think you get like a week or two free. So do it and binge. To- is the is the whole uh, season out? The whole first yes. season. Okay. The whole first season is out. Mm-hmm. Well, I love yeah. Steve Carell. So and I've been missing. He's excellent. I've been missing excellent. the Office. So hopefully this will. Uh, Fill that void for me. You will enjoy it. The, All right. the cast is wonderful, and it's it's great writing. You'll awesome. Like it. Very good. All right. Well, and uh, also uh, Trojan Rabbit says uh, on Monday on um, Paul's Memory Bank, he's scheduled to do songs that start with U or V and probably end with some Kenny Rogers stuff because as Miles shared with Mike Check Radio, uh, our, our chat production chat, uh, Kenny Rogers passed away. So he knew when to fold them. He knew when to walk away, knew mm-hmm. when to run. And you never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough from count for counting when the dealing's done. So uh, I love that song. Yeah. The Gambler. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a, great, a good, one. good one. That's a great fucking. I mean, that's when country was awesome. I love 70s country so much. Great um, storytelling. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. The power to the county. Yeah, I mean him and Willie Nelson and Dolly Parton and Loretta Lynn and Johnny Cash and uh, uh, oh oh who am I forgetting uh, and Waylon Jennings stuff like that I love oh oh and Roger Miller um on the cusp of I wouldn't I, I guess he wouldn't technically you know well yeah he was country right King of the Road stuff like that. So mm. there's there's know. some eighties stuff that's eighties country that's okay too. Yeah, there's some eighties stuff that's not too terrible. So, uh, but seventies, I just remember hearing a lot of that stuff as a kid because there was a lot of crossover going on. You would hear a lot of country songs on with pop radio and stuff. You know, um, and, you know Chris Christopherson and stuff like that. So, um, but. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, good stuff. I don't really have anything else to add. Uh, just everybody, you know, find if you have it in your ability to do even the smallest act of kindness during all of this shit show we're dealing with right now, uh, do what you can and take care of yourself. Take care of the people around you. And uh, we will get through this. Uh, even we with- shall overcome. Even with feckless leadership, we will get through this because we're better than all of those idiots in in this administration. So um, that's it. Here, here. We'll see everybody tomorrow on Mike Check Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And we'll be back on Tuesday for Turn Up the Night. And I might do more surprise broadcasts. Uh, I don't know. Wednesdays and Saturdays uh, are probably some of the better days, although I'll preempt the Mike Check Radio show next time. Um, so, uh, we'll see, we'll see what we're doing. We'll see you later. Be safe. 
That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it.